0: Piss, piss,
1: piss, die. Welcome to episode one thirty-five of this try games not Nip podcast, which we're recording, even though episode one thirty-four isn't posted yet. Um, for anybody who does not know, episode 134 actually was recorded in the last week in May. So if you had listened to that as was wondering why it wasn't topical, that's why. We had problems with that sound file yet again, which is like the third week in a row we've had sound problems, but that's in the past. Today is Saturday. Uh, what's the date? Somebody help me. Uh, the 6th! June 6th, Saturday, after E3, and boy oh boy was there E3. We all went. We all hid in the corner and and took hidden footage of, you know, of Microsoft's new like robot toy, uh, which is kind of like Rob for the NES. He he picks up. I'm lying. I'm really bad at lying. But we do have a surprise.
2: <laughs> Sound like the truth to me. I don't know. I, I would have believed.
1: it. Yeah, we do have a surprise though. Where are you? Oh, mate. Yes. I'm a surprise. <laughs> Pete Pete has come back from making dresses and moving to Boston. Um, I have an surprise. important. I, I have problem dress. I...
3: Making days are now over for the summer, and he has an important announcement. What is that? If you have problems, you should always use topical cream. Mm. <sighs> that would have been a lot funnier if I got that joke in right after you said it. <laughs> but I wouldn't just, it was in my head, so I was like, "I should say this because it's it's funny to me." I thought you were just talking about topical c-
1: creams in general, which already is a funny subject. But I applaud your uh your efforts there. Uh, Pete is back. My biting wit. You're biting. You're you're biting wit. 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 Will Wheaton. (laughs) Will Wheaton. But uh, in addition to Pete, we have another uh, young dressmaker who was not present two episodes ago, but was present last episode, which I don't know why I brought that up. But yeah, they're Slunks.
4: Hey, guys.
0: Yay, Slunks! You are not
1: Al. Oh. Hey, guys. Hey. Al will.
0: Two two L's, two C's. Two L's, two C's. Al will do Yeah, fuck you guys. (laughs) Always
2: said. (laughs) <laughs> like whenever you came up during anything we would just go through. I heard <laughs> I listened <Okay>. he heard <laughs> um
1: Al is is making breakfast for the fiance because he's nice like that uh he also woke up uh just before I did which was pretty late And so... I just
2: I just imagine if if Al was cooking like scrambled eggs somehow a dreadlock would fall in it <laughs> <laughs> An entire like, dreadlock, but like <laughs> like a whole like worm. Just so you,
1: yeah, be like, mm, honey, mm, there's a dreadlock in my <laughs> oh, food. Oh, there's some
2: hair in it. Just just pick it out. It's like
1: it's not like <laughs> the hair you find in your soup. It's like a big like dread. It's like <laughs> this is a delicacy. No, but he will be on in a couple of minutes. I guess I don't know whenever he's finished his food. But uh, uh, because the trial. If a
3: dreadlock fell in soup, would it just kind of like soak up all the
1: soup? It would probably become a really dark cheese doodle. That is yeah. a good
2: point. And then you just savor it for a little bit like
1: that.
2: <laughs> you just put it in your mouth, and you just it keep it mouth. on the side for a little bit. Probably it probably last you like a mouth.
1: week. <laughs> oh, dreadlock versus hair. Um, but yeah, since uh, I will be uploading... Well, by the time you hear this, you should have already heard episode 134. Uh, there's no way that you wouldn't have heard it, um, even if I have to upload that a day before I upload this episode, so... If you're listening to this and you didn't listen to 134, go ahead and listen to it because it's up. Uh, Pete's trilobite will have been posted as well, which I have been slow to post because of the file problems and because the stupid desk in my office at work this week had no Ethernet port for my other laptop to upload stuff. It's very complicated. Yeah.
2: Sorry, Dawson. Word. Yeah. I you. addressed
3: the whole making fun of me issue in my trilobite. Ah, shit. Maybe yes. I shouldn't <laughs> upload it then.
2: Slunk's more like, two S's, because who puts... The beginning of their name on the end of it. What? I expect something like that when when I listen to it.
3: No, I think it's more of just like, "Hey, fuck you guys, oh, okay. <laughs> hey, fuck you guys, <laughs>
1: fuck you guys." You just gave us more ammo, anyway. Um, but E3 did happen. Before we get to that, though, uh, because of the lack of trilobites this week, uh, what have people been playing? I will start with our
3: wandering ninja, which is Pete. Hey, guys. oh, that's me. Oh, I yeah, awesome. That was, uh... <laughs> um. Okay, so I actually have some games to talk about um okay so i got a 360 nice yeah, we yeah got yeah. one back nice. the day before uh i left pennsylvania um my girlfriend was like hey since we got a, an apartment cheaper than we were looking at why don't we use the extra money to get a 360 i was like okay so um we got the elite bundle that comes with uh halo 3 and fable 2
2: oh nice yeah, yeah not too bad So uh, they're actually making it worth it so
3: yeah um so, I played a little bit of Fable 2. I didn't really get... Oh, uh, Al is saying, add me bitches.
2: Al said,
1: add me bitches. All right, we gonna,
2: we're
3: going
1: to add Al to the conference.
2: Except it sounds like... Because right <laughs> he has a dreadlock in his mouth right now. <laughs> we're going to add Al to Hello. The hey. Al's on the conference. <clears throat> must be the money.
1: Yes, must be the money. Al has a dreadlock in his soup. In his soup? <laughs> Dot com. You yes you, you 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 fortunately missed our uh, our analysis of what would happen to a dreadlock if it fell into soup. Ew, it would get soggy.
0: We start we, with uh, me
2: saying if you were cooking if you were cooking a scrambled egg or something wouldn't like I was, I was figuring maybe some hair would get in it but for you it would just be like a dreadlock. The entire thing, straight in, yeah. The entire, entire dreadlock would like. What
3: if, would get soggy though? That the dreadlock or the food? The 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 dreadlock.
0: like I mean I'm just saying if my hair like not fell off of my head into food but if say it was swinging and it just like kind
1: of
3: graced the top of a a, a bowl of soup (laughs) and then I'd have to you okay now I'm just picturing little like creatures swinging from your dreadlocks
0: (laughs) (laughs) well then afterward I would have to be like oh man I can't walk around with this so then you know no, no homo but I'd you know suck it <laughs> <laughs> it'd be soggy. Damn! Why did I say that?
1: Where has this gone? I would have just said I'd wash it off. Or no,
0: I didn't yeah. say. It. Well, I wouldn't wash it off because then I got to deal with the water being in there. and I have to suck it off. And, and
3: damn, why did I say that? <laughs> so- yeah, you can't wash dreads, right?
0: You can. It's just that it takes a long time to dry because the water is all stuck in between all the the hair, so it has to air right. dry for hours and whatnot. So at least I accelerated by putting it in.
1: My- <laughs> Damn. Put it in your mouth. I said put it in your mouth.
3: I put- I can yell in the podcast. Oh, no. Um. I'm going to have to tell my girlfriend that tonight. You can accelerate it by putting it in your mouth. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, a lot of things Whoa. you can accelerate.
2: This sounds like a product, like marketing right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. so in mouth, go, like, put talking it in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Head on. Commercial. Put it on the head. Head on.
1: Apply directly mouth to the forehead. On. Mouth on. Apply directly in the mouth. Mou- okay. Ew. Uh <laughs> we've been going over what we were, been what we've been playing just before you came in. We'll go with uh Wandering Ninja Pete.
3: Cool. Okay. Don't say dress. So, yeah.
1: uh, actually, whatever you said in your trilobite, leave that off because
3: I am going to post it, so I this is all post trilobite. Okay, stuff. cool, cool. Okay, so I was saying that I had gotten a three sixty and that Congrats. I've been playing Fa- thank you. I've been playing Fable Two. Um I didn't get to play much of it, uh because of the other game I'm about to mention, but the little bit I played of Fable 2, I mean, it it's a gorgeous-looking game. Um, it's, I don't know, it's... Geez, I have to play more to tell you if I like it or not. Peter uh, want
2: What's that? It's Peter Molyneux.
3: Well, no, because, I mean, I really liked Black and White, yeah. but uh, and I played some of Fa- the original Fable, but, like, the Fable games, I don't know, I don't like the whole, like, social system, like, you know... Feels weak the, a little bit. Yeah, it's just like, I'm gonna, like, fart and everybody's gonna love me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're
1: they're big on the fart jokes. Yeah. Peter Molyneux is big on the bird pooping on the dog.
3: Yeah. Uh, But I've been watching my girlfriend play a lot of it, and she seems to be enjoying it, and it does seem like it can be fun, but I I just don't like the whole, like, you know, do a lot of random motions to make villagers love you and then marry them and get preggers. But, uh... Someone's ears are ringing. What's going on? No, nah, um,
0: no, no. No, there's like a lawn going on outside. I don't know if you guys can hear it, but it, no. I can hear it. And uh, Evelyn's phone was just ringing. I didn't know if you guys heard it, but I heard it. And I I can't no, really I hear shit in general from because you. I went out last night.
3: I ain't hear shit. Yeah. All right. So the other game I've been playing, I got The Sims 3, and. That game is awesome. I thought you were going to say Halo
1: of... 3 and I was getting ready to sing the chant, but go ahead.
3: No. <laughs> I actually have not popped Halo 3 into the 360 and I don't know if I'm going to. I might just trade that in and get a better game. Um But uh Sims. will right. Although he wasn't really part of Sims 3. Um But yeah, if you're a fan of the Sims, Sims 3 is pretty awesome. It definitely is just more Sims, but simier. Cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was
2: afraid that it was going to be too much like Sims 2, and I, I I got to pick it up.
3: It's actually they definitely go in a different. Uh, the, um, it's more the same way. It's different. They go in a different direction than they went with Sims 2. Because in Sims 2, it was all about those like aspiration things. Right. Um. Where in this one, it's not so much. They do play a part of it, but it's more of like quick little bite-sized aspirations. Like okay, so. If you're going to play the game proper, you make your Sim, and you put them in a house, and then uh, you start living life like you would in any Sim's game, you know, get a job, blah, blah, blah. And then as you're playing... Well, okay, back up for a second. When you create your Sim, you have to pick traits for your Sim, which is actually what makes the game really fun, because then you really feel like your Sim has more of a distinct personality. Yeah, it's very
2: personality-driven, so I've heard.
3: Yeah. So, like, my Sim for... Because, like, Sims 2 was all about, like... It was more just, like, just the main aspiration, and then the whole, like generational thing that's what they were really pushing was like having a family and going through generations right um whereas this it feels like they're like they want you to really focus on your one sim at a time kind of aspect and like just kind of like live that life um <laughs> live that so like fake life live it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that virtual life so my sim has uh traits like um it's a perfectionist it's a computer whiz Ritter. it's childish things like that so it gets uh like my sim is really into just it's basically like me, just like likes playing computer games, and it like boosts its fun rating insanely high. Um, it still has all the normal like uh, like bars like that, like fun hygiene stuff like that. Right. But they're less of a focus. You don't really have to worry so much about them. I mean, you still have to do things, but uh, like it's smart about certain <laughs> things. <laughs> a computer was. Whiz- Computer geek not caring about their hygiene—that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's gonna smart about certain things. Like, for instance, just a quick uh, 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 instance of this. Sorry, blah blah blah. Uh, but is that up. like when you're at work? Since you can't do stuff while your Sims at work, but like it'll be smart enough to go to the bathroom while you're at work. So like you'll come home and your bladder won't be like about to burst. Um, and then like you can get uh, so okay. Let me let me go back to this aspirational stuff, but the bite size thing. So as you're playing the game. Uh, it'll bring up a little thing that says, like, it's like wish fulfillment. It uh, brings up something saying, like, your sim wants to uh, beat somebody at a game of chess. Uh, So then you choose to either grant that wish or reject it. So if you grant it, it just puts it into a a side-like bar thing. Uh, You can hold up to four wishes at a time. So, like, play a game of chess, buy a new computer, uh, you know, get a job promotion, things like that. So it's bite-sized things like that. And then when you... uh, like get around to granting them it gives you these life points um that you can then spend on like what are basically the equivalent of perks like Fallout 3's perks it's kind of like that for Sims okay. so um i bought stuff my things were uh like one of them was multitasker which makes me basically uh do a better job at work so i have a, a an increased chance of getting promoted quick promoted quicker um cool and before, then like before you can you go buy on. other th- Really quickly, What's... is there a penalty for,
1: like – Not when I, when I say penalty, I mean, like, is there a restriction on choosing to grant a wish versus not? Like, why would you ever say, I don't want to grant this wish for you?
3: Because you can only hold four, and it oh. does pop them up pretty frequently.
1: Oh, I thought you meant that you – okay, I see. Uh, I thought that you meant you could queue up four. I didn't know that you meant that, like, you could only grant four at a time. I see. Yeah, you
3: can you can only hold four a set at a time. So like there's a main wish bar which will constantly show I new see. wishes. Okay. And like if you see one that you are like, well I can grant that really quickly, but you have four in your queue already, you could you'd have to cancel one out to right. put that other one in. So right. you want to grant um, one wish, the guy can't play chess anymore.
1: Or can't right. play chess anymore. I see.
3: Okay. I mean, um chess. so then yeah, you do that, you get these lifestyle points, you buy these uh perk type things. Um, and then there is a full life aspiration thing as well. Like my Sims full life aspiration, which fits their personality is to be a, uh, international super spy. <laughs> um, <laughs> awesome. So, uh, plays video games <laughs> pretty much. Um, and then there's the whole town aspect You're where like it's like living at the same time. It. And there's some cool stuff that can happen with that. So like the city lives as you live, um, and evolves as you evolve. Cause like. As, uh, if you remember, like, songs you might remember from the old Sims, like, you know, when you're playing your house, only your house is the instance, and whatever, right. nothing else is going on in the rest of the neighborhood unless you log into
2: a different house or something like or that. Or went to the neighborhood so... or moved to the, like, party area, pretty much. Right, mm-hmm. but, Sims like,
3: too? when you went out into the yeah. area, like, it populated that area as an instance, but then your home was paused. Right. Oh. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So now everything is living as one breathing world, and... You like, like, say you need to go to work, whatever. You actually just leave your house, you hop in a car, you drive to work. You can follow the car driving you to work in the city, and then it can just, you can kind of just watch the building with your icon in it, or you can just kind of go back and do other things while you're waiting for yourself to get out of work. But then the neighbors are constantly walking around. So, like, if a neighbor. Leaves its house and walks to a community lot. That's where they are. Like you can't go to their house and find them. You have to find where they are or something like that. And like you can actually literally just walk across the street and knock on your neighbor's door and choose to visit that person and then go inside their house and like hang out there. Mm-hmm. Um. So as a as a my character is trying to become an international super spy, they had to start out their job career as a cop, and like during your the co- cop career path, um, you have to do things like question people or like get information on people and then write up reports on them. So, so like, like I could go like to a neighbor's robot. house and what's the, yeah. So I can go to a neighbor's house, <sighs> and knock on their door, and start questioning them and then like get information and go back to my house and write a report. But you can also rummage through neighbors trash to get information. So like <laughs> I went to a neighbor's <laughs> that, house and I started talk I went it's to a public, neighbor's house public property. <laughs> <laughs> I went to a neighbor's house and started talking to them and I found out like as you talk to people in the game world, you get to learn what their tra- like their set preset traits are. So I mm. found out my neighbor is evil, and he got mad every time I started questioning him. So I couldn't really question him. So I had to start rummaging through his garbage. Um, I was like finding some things, mostly old newspapers. But then another neighbor walked up and was like saw me and like a little question mark appeared above their head. Like what the fuck is this guy doing? <laughs> so I quickly-, I quickly abandoned and ran back to my house. Um, but yeah, like it's just stuff like that can go on. It's like pretty funny and interesting social situations. Uh, and I really, really, really like the game.
1: Awesome. Do you think uh from what you've played, uh, can you tell whether or not there are any like hooks into MMO style things, or not even necessarily MMO, but something like spore, where what you kind of do? Uh, is reflected on a network or something because I know that they were trying to and, and someone, yeah. please correct me if I'm wrong. I know they were trying to do like an MMO Sims and that kind of flopped. And then this sounds kind of like <laughs> okay, well you if you if we just started off this way and then slowly start adding patches and stuff to it to make it to make it more interactive with other people, then maybe we can go our sim MMO this way instead of having our failure out there. Like, so d- do you see any possibilities for that to happen here? In, in oh, absolutely,
3: engine? like because. Um, okay, the the Sims multiplayer thing was the Sims Online. Okay, and right, right, right. That right. was terrible because everybody it was basically like playing the problem with that was it was basically like the setup of the original Sims which is not conducive oh. to a good
1: online environment. Oh, um, the, like the old, old original isometric, build yes. all
3: around your guy sims.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> which um, is all I runs did. around, piss, 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 die. Yeah.
3: <laughs> piss, and then it was piss, basically... Piss, die. <laughs> it really was basically a glorified chat room at that point, and people just trying to, like, bone each other at what you couldn't do with your <laughs> sims, much. really, on the original one.
0: what they do in any game, though. Freaking yeah. life. Flying yeah. dicks all around. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, Tunnel full of dicks. But with this one, it would really work if they did the Spore thing because they could definitely, like, you could just choose to upload your, you know, your personal sim to a database and then populate your town with other people's sims. The only thing is that it would have to be able to do it before you actually, like, you'd have to start up a new town and have to, like, populate it right then and there. Mm. Um, I'm sure they could do something where they could move, like, do an Animal Crossing type thing where they would move sims out of your town and new sims could move in. So, like, you constantly have, like, a rotating, like, population. Um, but, uh, I mean, they could definitely do that, and that would be really cool, and especially if you could just get your friends, because it'd be a way to get, like, like, if you knew a bunch of people that played Sims, but not on the same computer, it'd be a way to get your friends' Sims into your game. Mm.
2: Right, right. Mm-hmm. I have to ask like quick, because it is The
3: Sims, so how's the music? <laughs> I actually don't listen to the music in Sims. Damn, that's, I like, no, I, I don't I don't buy a name? stereo and turn it on, like, I don't know, I've just never really done that
2: yeah I love the music in the first sims like one of my favorite soundtracks oh
3: you mean just like the menu music or do you mean like the music on the stereo
2: uh like just the soundtrack overall in, in general sims. like
3: the menu music and the like background music and stuff it's good I mean it's like it's not like a, it's not annoying or obtusive or anything and it just right. like I don't know it puts me in the mood to play the sims <laughs> I've <laughs> always liked the menu style music especially the uh, build menu music yeah. is
2: always good yeah, the build menu music for the Sims one, like Oh so good. Just such a We're good total music. like
3: we're total uh not straight guys right now. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know, the funny thing is that when I first saw the Sims, it was on a, 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 a what you, not a roommate, a dorm mate's computer and he had gotten it <clears throat> through less than legitimate means. So I'm playing and I hear like Mr. Roboto come up on the stereo. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> And oh, then I yeah. hear some Brazilian song come up in the stereo, and I'm like, what the fuck? And then I finally play, like, the real retail copy, and I don't hear any of that. And I'm just like, w- where's where's my Mr. Roboto? Why isn't it in this game? And then I asked him, he's like, oh, this is just a bootleg copy, and I have my own MP3s in there. And then I realized, like, okay. So that when you asked, the first thing that I thought of when you asked about the music in the game, I was just like, do they have Mr. Roboto in the game? Then I was like, wait, no, they they, they wouldn't, because it's bootleg
3: Yourself. I got one last thing I want to say about it cuz your reminded. Me. Well, I mean there's that stuff where you can like, you know, mod the Sims in like your right. own ways. Um right. but now what they're doing which is kind of shady and I don't really don't like is that they are trying to do micro microtransaction monetize oh. it. Like basically on their website you can oh. spend money to get sim money, sim points or whatever on oh. the website and then buy things like like uh like furniture sets. Like going and shopping at IKEA type wow. stuff. Oh. Course armor <laughs> kind of it's like couch armor. armor i don't couch know how armor. much i don't know how much like like what the transaction rate is for like real money for sim points to buy stuff on their website but like for instance something like a uh a kitchen set or something could cost like uh like 1500 sim points now i got a thousand free sim points when i like registered on their website so like i could buy a few things but like i don't want to get like i'm not the type of person who's gonna want to get hooked into like buying a whole bunch of random furniture when you can just mod the game yourself or go find mod sites that, like, give out stuff for free. Right. Or when you could put that money towards real furniture. Well, yeah, that too. But I'm saying, and like... And other games. It's, it's like... I, that's the, sh- the shady thing about it is that, like, it used to be all, like, you know, they were just about putting that stuff out for free to support their community and like right. they were really pushing like community community make stuff and just share it with each other like if you want to charge for it you can but that was like it was few and far between that you would find places that would charge for their sim items because right. like most places are just like you know I'll give you my stuff for free just you know you share your stuff for free it right. was all about community now it's all like they're gonna if they're gonna mo- monetize it, then you're gonna have other people who are really good at making sim mod stuff want to monetize it, and it's just gonna become. And
1: then we've got Velocity Girl.
3: What? Velocity Girl. <laughs> oh, Velocity don't Girl. Don't Velocity yeah. Girl. You said it so weird. I thought you said Tigger. <laughs> <laughs> Tigger. <laughs> 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 oh, I wanna roll like around Tigger. Woohoo! Sorry, Okay, but yeah, so that, that's all I want to say about it. But as a game of, in and of itself, if you are a fan of The Sims, you'll definitely love it. So.
4: Yay. Yay!
3: Okay, Mister. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mister. I haven't recorded a trial away because
1: my hair is in my suit. Al, what have you been playing? Um,
0: <gasps> um, <Duh>. what? <laughs> I have been playing. The world ends with
3: you. Yay! And... Yay! That's a good game. Yes, it is. It's a good game. Don't it's spoil hard anything. Hard I haven't played it game. yet. Speaking of good music, that game has awesome music. Yeah, I
0: need to start playing it with um earphones. Like I only played it for about a half an hour, but um, before I get into any details, I'll just uh, do a quick rundown of other things I've been playing. I uh, finished Ninja Gaiden DS Yay! Uh, on normal, which was easy. It was like Boo. five hours. It was basically just going through the motions. Um, I played the demos for uh, Holy Invasion of Privacy Badman. And uh, hey, no responses. Uh, that game and Oh, Rock Band Unplugged, which yay, I completely yes. about it. Oh, man. All right, ah. People, people, stop saying yay. So, because <laughs> I can't fucking hear. Um, yeah, Rock Band Unplugged is very addictive, and I had to delete it from my PSP. Even though there was only three songs you only play for, like, two minutes, it, it was just, it was insane. Um, uh, uh, Yeah, so other than that, <laughs> Mad World, but I think I talked about that.
3: I'm not even sure. I heard that. <laughs> oh, God, not again. Oh, my God, no. Two thousand six that shit.
0: <laughs> and um, I've been playing Smash Brothers all week, of course, at work. And... Yeah, so, that's all I've been playing. So, The World Ends With You is pretty cool. Twowies. It um, combines stylus play and pad play and both screens. And... It, I think this is like the first game I played in a long time that actually has you doing a whole bunch of shit together. But it's not with,
1: overload. Uh, I'll
0: explain it. It might be overload for some people. I see. Okay. Because essentially <clears throat> it goes like this. This is just how battles work. Um, you have two people: your main character and the partner at the time. Top screen. Top of the screen is at the uh the partner's at the top, uh-huh. and the main character's at the bottom. Um, the main characters play with the stylus you drag him around like if you press on him and then you drag the stylus to certain places he will walk or run to individual places where you point and then he has what they call pins that's that how he attacks <clears throat> and you activate the pins by doing different actions so you have like a pin that's touched so you touch on the enemy and it does something there's a, oh. a slash pin that you can use and you slash on the enemy and then there's some support pins that are always on and things like that on the top screen, your partner, of which uh, looks like this one, two, three, four. I suppose you could choose from later on in the game, but right now I only have like the first girl who you start out with. And um, that person is controlled with the pad. And uh, with the pad. You hear me? Yes? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't understand this we can hear you thing that Austin said, so I'm completely confused. No,
1: that was from way before.
0: Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> it was from a minute ago. That was on Chat Worlds, I think. So you, you
3: slash on a touchscreen and you control the right, old pad. Go. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I know. I already discussed all that. So <laughs> on the top screen, you control the other the top person with the pad, where they have different things that they can do. Basically, you press in the directions. Like, say if the enemy is on your right side, you can press right, and then a combination of like right and up and down to get to a certain destination. And that destination would be, depending on the partner, like, for example, the girl, it can be one of three different cards, like ESP cards, and if you guess the right card, it will give you a bonus so that you can upgrade your fusion points so that you can do a strong finishing attack. And that's where everything gets really complex and confusing because while you're running around the bottom of the screen with uh, your main character slashing and tapping and doing all this shit and trying to get away from the enemies move all in real time, On a top screen, your partner is doing all these other attacks to the exact same enemies but like in a different plane. Mm -hmm. And you have to alternate between the two because there's this thing called the light puck that goes back and forth between the two screens. And when the light puck goes on the bottom screen, you should be focusing on doing attacks with the bottom character. Then it bounces up to the top screen. You focus on doing attacks with the top character. And it keeps going back and forth. And then you get stronger finishers that way too. It increases your attack
1: power. Question about that the light puck is a is more of a suggestion as opposed to a mandate or cuz when you said it at first i thought it was like all right if the light pucks on the bottom screen i can't do anything on the top until the like, light puck goes back so you're saying that it's just more of a suggestion or a yeah it
0: allows you to uh, increase your attack power i see okay but you can still yeah, do so stuff I mean, on the
1: other screen if you so felt like it
0: yes completely okay and uh like the game is yes. so complex in terms of the multi management of the both screens that they have um automation on the top screen. You can set it to uh have it automate like as soon as you stop pressing things, it'll just play for you or you can set it to automate after like 3 or 6 seconds. Okay. So, you know, that that helps with you know, either learning it or if you're not that good, it will um you know, it will make the game a little bit more enjoyable instead of providing uh, providing, instead of uh, forcing you to have to do that, and then you're like, oh, I hate this game, because I always have to do all
3: this stuff all at once. Because
0: I
2: have to play it. Yeah, oh, I was not so that yeah, good, and to...
3: I definitely used the automation, because that was way too difficult. <laughs> and, um, yeah,
0: the, the instruction manual for this game is really thick, too. It's, like, unbelievably massive in weight.
1: Is it? Does it have a spine? <laughs> is it that big? <laughs>
0: no, no, it's not that bad, but... Full color. Full hey, color. I opened the box, and I looked at the book, and I was expecting to take out, like, you know, maybe, like, a 20-page book. And all of a sudden, my finger's, like, in the middle of the book, but there's a whole bunch of pages behind my finger. I'm like, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> and I don't even finish reading the manual. I think I'm, like, RTF. through it, I don't really need to.
1: Because they
0: have a big help section in the, in the game,
1: too. If you are overloaded on this game, here's how to not get overloaded.
3: Read the manual
1: now. <laughs> Wait, so, Pete, you had yeah, something yeah, RTF, to say RTF, about the no. overloading? B.
3: Oh, uh, basically, no, what I just said is that, yeah, like, the the combat in the game is, I felt was way too difficult doing both things, and I didn't get, like, I didn't actually play through the entire game because I was stupid and, you know, traded my DS before I finished it, blah, 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 but, uh, oh. yeah, I got, I basically uh, was just using the one girl and your main character, and I it was just way too complicated. I basically had to turn on the full automation and just focus on the bottom screen, because I could not handle doing both. Like, maybe I'm just too old to do that, but, uh... <laughs> too old.
2: You rippers, snappers back in our days, on the top screen there'd be old rocks, and on the bottom there'd be grass, and we'd have to smoke it.
1: Smoke the grass and rocks.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what but, have you uh, been yeah, doing like... with your life? I don't
2: know. <laughs> Sitting here.
3: The thing is that light puck bounces back and forth, like... Really quickly, so it's not like you know you got a few minutes to do something on the bottom of the screen or something like that it's like literally like seconds do a quick move on the bottom of the screen it goes up to the top, do quick button combination and it's like not just like it's not simple button combinations on the top screen either it's like fucking yeah it's like four it's like right 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 up right no no, no more like right up right 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 or
0: right up down right 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 right, yeah, it's, it's like a five step pattern to get to the other side,
3: it's yeah, crazy, so like it just i mean. For people who can probably get a hang of that, the game probably is a lot more fun and, like, a lot more tactical and stuff. But, uh, yeah, on my on my end, I just was like, ah, screw that. I'm not going to fuck with the top screen.
0: Yeah, but and then on we'll top of that, you still have to move on the yeah.
3: top screen. So, okay, yeah, the game is good.
1: <laughs> Slunks, What huh? have you been playing? Uh, Real quick, because we uh, actually somehow are at the 40-minute mark. I don't know how we got here, but go ahead. Yeah,
2: I know. It's been a little bit. That um, was my fault. Yeah, that's good. Uh, <laughs> sh- I had 40 minutes to think about this. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't bring my notes. I didn't, I didn't prep. Um, <clears throat> no, I, I've i been playing uh, a lot of real life late recently. Uh, a lot of real life. I've been going out uh, with a girl girl person thing. and Haven't been playing video games too much, but for what I have been playing, um, last week I got to be a part of the 1 versus 100 beta, Woo! which was really uh, nice. fun to play. Um, for anybody who doesn't know, it's it's available for free on Xbox Live uh, to play with a gold subscription. They do it once per week. It's a live show. And uh, when that's out of beta, they will be giving out real prizes instead of fake ones. Uh, wait, wait, you do need gold <laughs> for
3: that? I thought you didn't need gold. No, you need gold. I'm no, sure. you need gold for that. I think the only
0: games you don't need gold for are like MMOs. Are you
3: sure? I was pos- I was pretty positive that when they announced the prime time stuff, they said you weren't going to actually need a gold to play that stuff. <laughs> and this confusion between subscription models continues.
1: Mm-hmm. Thanks,
2: Microsoft. <laughs> so anyway, uh, just continue. Just because uh, really that's the only thing I, I I've touched recently. Um, give that rundown just for the one versus one hundred uh, illiterate. Uh, pretty much just <laughs> one person. Uh, I hate the TV show so much, but the game is actually fun. Um, one person and versus 100, given the name. Uh, they're all answering the same trivia question. Uh, the one has some helplines to kind of help him get through everything. Uh, if he misses one question, then the game's over and the mob wins and they get a bunch of prizes, which usually is Microsoft points uh, in uh, the game. Um, anytime a mob loses... Uh, misses a question or uh, gets it wrong or anything like that, um, he's pretty much counted as out. You can still play it along, uh but it'll, uh, like, if one person missed a question, it would be one versus 99. Uh, so the goal of the game is for the one to annihilate to survive. the entire mob. Yeah. Which right. only happened in one game and I happened to be in it. Uh, 'cause there's <laughs> there's an announcer guy who kind of switches and hops from game to game and makes announcements to like all the games going on uh named Chris and he will pop in your game sometimes and start talking and you know prove that he's there by uh pulling some names you know from the people who are playing, so it's pretty cool um We had a probably the most epic moment of the night um I was playing with a bunch of friends and we were kind of helping each other. Um, and (laughs) there was just one question where it was, it was like the second question of the game, so there's still plenty of mob members, uh, and the question was, what's the freezing temperature of water? And Mm -mm. most, most people would go, yeah, 32 Fahrenheit. That's something you learned in grade school. And the questions kind of unfade slowly, and the mob wants to... Uh, like hit the answer as fast as possible because you get more points for it, and the more points that you're in, the better chance of a prize that you get. Um, <laughs> you can kind of see where I'm going with this. Uh, so the question or the first answer faded and it was 32, and Celsius. everybody just slammed on it, and yeah, it was oh, Celsius. Celsius, yeah, it was Celsius, awesome. and then <laughs> I like all of all of my party members who I was playing with a bunch of friends, uh, Jim and all them, and all of us had like. 200 plus uh, uh, bonus points for answering quickly, which is the fastest that you can get. Like, everybody just slammed on it. And um, <laughs> I, I leaned into my monitor after I saw the seat and just yelled fuck as loud as I could for like five <laughs> seconds. To... <laughs> I <was> like, fuck! <laughs> and we were all just laughing. And then it, it eventually turned around and uh, showed, you know. Uh, who got it wrong in the mob? And it was like sixty people who did the same thing. <laughs> and even the one got it wrong. <laughs> it was, like, wow! Everybody did the same oh, thing. Oh man! It was, it was so freaking hilarious. Did did
1: you did any of you see uh, X Men Origins Wolverine?
3: No. Hmm?
1: Did you see Wolverine no. slunks? No. No, because when you when you when you said fuck, it just got me thinking of, of of the scene where Wolverine always like looks up to the sky and goes yeah. <laughs>
0: it's like requisite there must be one scene like that in every X-Men movie yeah Yeah,
1: except it was terrible
3: so so slunks
2: yeah
3: um I saw the uh the giant bomb quick look thing where they were doing the Canadian beta and when they were answering questions and stuff whatever like it was showing it like they were even confused it was making it look like they would if it wasn't in beta it was making it look like they would be winning actual Microsoft points that was it what's that
2: that was it yeah it's pretty much if not in the beta that's exactly what it'll be You'll win
3: actual points that you can go and buy games like with? Yeah. That's so, pretty cool.
2: That's, yeah, it's, it's, it's the reason why I think it'll be so cool. free money. Cool. Yeah, it's, it's... I mean, I, I did pretty well last night. Uh, or last night, sorry. Jeez, like last week. Um, and I would have won 600 Microsoft points uh, for doing all right. <laughs> um, the top prize is if the one knocks out the mob, he wins 10,000 Microsoft points about a little over $100. Um, by knocking out more mob members, uh, pretty much he starts at like, you can walk away with 200 Microsoft points or something like that. And the more mob members he knocks out, like for every, like, what is it? 10 or something like that. It goes up higher and higher and higher. And so kind I, of like those you, other shows, like Millionaire and all yeah, that. Yeah, you have the choice to walk away uh, with like, maybe you annihilated half the mob and you can walk away with 2,000 Microsoft points. To be honest, I probably would, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah. because you know one missed question, and that's. Well, do you think they'll
3: lower the value, like the lower the uh, the payout rate once um, it actually comes out?
2: I don't think they will. I don't. I don't. No, nah, I don't think they will. Unless they something on one, the business. One game lead. a week. Yeah, exactly. It's it's one game a week usually, um, and it's very advertised and it has a lot of backup. Uh, Money wise. is it
3: – is it, it's not one just one singular game it's just it's held at one time a week and like yeah, but there right. have many instances of it right, right? yeah like our uh, oh, okay. they're doing
2: it again tonight for those uh, interested but um,
3: I want to try it tonight if my girlfriend gets home in time to try it with me I, I might play it alone
2: but yeah um, and part of tonight is like a E3 knowledge thing which will be perfect Ooh, because we'll be talking about that the podcast oh um, yeah Uh and then also what was I going to say Uh, shit, oh, about the, uh, how many times you get to play. Uh, last week, it was about a two-hour block, and we probably got about six to seven games in. So, it flew by really fast, it just, it was because we were having a lot of fun, so... Um, I wanna clarify so, mm-hmm. for
1: anyone who's listening tonight yeah, sorry. meaning Saturday June no, no, <laughs> because people yeah. be like people be like what what tonight? E three was last week, I don't get it. But yeah, June sixth so <laughs> by the time you hear this it's not gonna be that anymore. But yeah, you know. but by the
2: time you hear this, uh check your check the schedule and uh, they have it pretty well advertised on there. Uh there is a player cap um to how many people can play uh last week was one hundred and one. Uh last week last uh, week was for forty thousand. Um Bam. Which that filled up pretty 40, fast. So you gotta make sure you join in early so you, you don't sit around and wait forever.
3: When can you join in? Do you have to wait till the precise like minute that it turns on or something?
2: Yeah, like that? usually it's I think last week it started a couple minutes early, but yeah, like <clears throat> pretty much you can go there right now. You can go to the little one versus one hundred page on, on the three sixty and if you try to join it won't go anywhere. There won't even be an option for it. But right. at that time, uh it'll just like you can just hit play game and it'll put you in the game so
3: okay do you and, and then you I'm assuming you just you figure that because it's gonna be so
2: heavily advertised, that's why they're willing to give out these like uh, apparently really good prizes definitely yeah i just, I don't see why they couldn't unless something on the business side throughout the beta has like uh, gone wrong, like maybe they didn't kind of balance something right with the advertising and the and the trans transition of Microsoft points like how much that's worth or something but yeah i mean that it seems really doable. Um, for Microsoft, it's probably like it's probably it just seems unfathomable
3: couple... unfathomable to me that they would give out free money. You yeah, know, just that, like, that part's
2: hard to compute, <laughs> right? Which I mean, if they can get away with it, and you know, of course, they're maybe gaining a little bit of money on it. Advertising costs a shitload, so I, I don't see why they can't do it. It's probably they're probably giving away about a little around like probably around ten grand a night in prizes. I guess if
3: it's a small Jeez. percentage of how much they're getting paid for advertising then yeah, I guess it doesn't I matter think to it, them. One advertisement right.
2: probably costs, you know, 20,000 or something crazy like that. So they probably it's probably just a small percentage.
3: Yeah.
1: We're giving out a free gift for our prize. You can win a refurbished Xbox 360. Great. <laughs> <laughs> you can
2: give it away to a friend. Some of the a lot of the questions were What's like going Nintendo to red Ring. It was weird. We expected, what? yeah, we expected uh like them to avoid talking about Sony and, and Nintendo and stuff.
1: Are you, are you sure they weren't questions like, how much does Nintendo suck? A, a lot. <laughs> <Yes>. a <whole laughs> lot. They're like, bad-mouthing things. Yeah. B, my dick. What? How long, <laughs> how, how lame is Sony's bubble wand controller? Yeah. So lame. <laughs> Natal What rules. exactly
0: does Sony's bubble wand rip off of? A, the Wiimote. B, Natal. C, the Wiimote. And Natal.
2: <laughs>
1: D, Microsoft rules all. Oh. Yeah, and I then the answer D. is actually deep.
2: I actually yeah. did. I actually embarrassed myself on a video game related question. It was uh, about Metroid. It was like, what? Which of these Metroids have come out first? And it was like Metroid Prime, Super Metroid, and then something else. And I, Super I Metroid. Goofed. Yeah, it was Super Metroid. I goofed.
3: What did did you answer to something else? I think so.
2: Yeah, it sounded like one of the older ones, like on the back in the day. Was it
3: Zero Mission? Zero
2: mission. Uh, maybe. It could have been that, and that's, that, that's
1: confusing for those who didn't play the original Super Mario because technically it's, it's, ba- it's a remake of the original NES one, so <laughs> right. yeah. you, you start to think chrono- chronolog- chronologically yeah. instead of shelf life. So now, like, right. the, show is,
2: the show, to be honest, is pretty terrible, but it's just so fun being in it. and like the experience. Yeah, it's, it's, really, it's really unique. It's like, nothing like this has been done before. Um... It's just, it's, just, one it's just really cool. This is 100. Oh, hey, I like trivia games, and I like free prizes, so... And
3: free yeah. money. So <laughs> this I is like a game money.
2: for you. <laughs>
3: Alrighty, then.
2: Moving on? Question one For you. No I, was, I, no, I was reacting to your... Oh,
3: yeah. oh uh, quick aside. Um, Just because I don't know if anybody out there listens to Giant Bombcast and the stuff they were doing for me 3, but on da, one of them they had da, 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 the guy da, from oh. Jellyvision, for da, da, those who da, don't da, know... Da, 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 Jilly- sorry. Jellyvision is uh, most famously known for the "You Don't Know Jack" games, and the guy from that mm. was talking about doing stuff for uh, Xbox Live Primetime, So there I might gotcha. be a chance that "You Don't Know Jack" might come to that.
2: Cool. No shit. Because yeah, they're looking to put more show type games on there and make it live, yeah. just like One Direction. So. And if don't you don't know, if you're
3: it? too young to know what "You Don't Know Jack" is, then get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> why don't they you just go really full? Young.
2: Why don't they just
1: go full on immature and call it "You Don't Know Shit"? I mean, I would like yeah. that because that wouldn't be yeah. as. Uh,
3: satirical Jackie.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, hey. so. also, oh, hey. have
2: you
1: been playing <laughs> do we even have time for that I've been trying to review Uh, I've been trying to play Uh, Holy Badman you know what I gotta take the Yondi out to read the full title of this Holy, Holy invasion, invasion of, of Privacy, privacy Badman bad man. what did I do to deserve this awesome It's dude. also the yeah it's also the demo that Al was playing and <laughs> I gotta tell you I don't get it I, I don't get it, get it. Good for but you. But I've been playing it a while. Yeah, I haven't. I don't get it. I've been playing for like half an hour. I'm just like, what's the point? Yeah, uh, what the fuck at, is at this hour, game? You're
0: like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah, and then, at, so that's not important for me right now. I'll, I'll talk about it next week when I have more of a grasp on it. Can um, I talk my, real quick?
0: Maybe I hope. Uh, two minutes. Yeah, two minutes is fine. Go! Uh, the whole point of the game is to three, four, five, create six, a dungeon. Eight, 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 eight. To, wait, let me go. Shut Come up. On. Come on. The let whole point go. of the game is to make a dungeon. You know how you play RPGs, and you're the hero walking through the dungeons and killing enemies? Yes. And then you have to go fight the well, boss I, and whatnot? See,
1: wait, here's the thing. I know the point of the game. I just don't know understand how the mechanics relate to anything.
0: Well, I don't even know the I point know of the game. Know, but other people might not know. Oh. Like me. Yeah. Go. Well, they, they suck. So, he just said, you suck, Pete. Go. Um, 20 seconds. <clears throat> so, basically, you're on the other side. You are the bad guys. In so, your, it's Dungeon Keeper. Is, I don't think so. I don't know what Dungeon Keeper is. Sorry. But I'll tell you what this game's about. Um, <laughs> you, you have to create a, a dungeon, an underground dungeon. And certain parts of the dungeon are able to spawn enemies, basic enemies like slime and shit. And you take that and then there's this whole evolution chain, blah, blah, blah. And the whole point of the game is to create uh, a dungeon that's strong enough to kill the, the good guys that come in. So that they don't come in and take your leader and take him and, and leave the dungeon with him. That's how you lose, right? So basically, the whole thing is to um, come up with these really strong enemies that will fight the good guys coming in and eventually kill him.
1: That sounds what? like Tekko's Deception as well. Yes,
0: sort of.
3: Tekko's Deception of. is also the same thing. Yeah, but go. Ahead, keep mm-hmm. going. Sorry, keep going.
0: Um, yeah, and this takes place basically on a two uh, a D kind of Dig Dug type of. Uh, look. So your job is to, like, use this mining pick to pick out these uh, squares to make the maze, and also to spawn the slimes. And then when you spawn the slimes, the slimes do certain things with the other blocks, and then from there you can create the other enemies, and then they eat the lower ones, and have this whole, like, communication, not communication, but like a community with each other, where... Level it's the 2 enemies chain. eat the level one enemies, and then level three enemies produce level two enemies. But then there's level four enemies that kill the level two enemies to keep them in control, so that you can still have level one enemies. It's it's, it's a whole big life. It's
1: like an ecology in a food chain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So so that and that's and here's what I don't get, um, and it's not so much conceptually as much as it is mechanically. Like I'm going through the tutorials, and they're like, "All right, well." The slimes will, you know, add nutrients to the blocks that they pass, and they'll also grab nutrients to the blocks that, from the blocks that they pass, and then you have to dig it in a certain way so that they keep adding nutrients to this certain block so that you can chip away the block to, to reveal, like, a lizard man. And I'm just like, you, you have very little control. And, and, yes, I'm sure this is by design, but you have very mm-hmm. little control over what they're doing. And it's like, all right, well, if you... If if you're going to have to depend on these slimes to do things in such a way that you know what's going to happen when you put when you dig in a certain way, like in RTS, you plant a, a, a lumber mill in World in Warcraft Two near a set of trees and put a bunch of peons near those trees. They're going to chop those trees and take it back to the lumber mill. You know that's going to happen unless someone comes by and kills them. Mm-hmm. With the slimes, it's like, how do you know that they're going to to, to give enough nutrients to to the to the walls in order to spawn more slimes. How do you know that they're going to reliably like go in this direction? And, and they're like, oh, slimes only go in one direction, and then they turn the corner when they when they hit a wall. So you know, and it's just like, no, I, I'm trying to do certain things the way they explain in the tutorial, and they're just going all over the place. And I'm just like, what, you know, you know what I mean? It's it's like mm-hmm. you because you have you know an RTS level of control over things, but it's kind of so so much more out of your hands what is going to happen on the screen. It's like you, you feel like you don't really have an impact on the situation without a certain amount of luck. And so like even, even when I succeeded in spawning these three monsters that I was supposed to spawn in the last tutorial that I'm at, they said I failed. And so I tried it again, and I couldn't do it. I'm like, well... the
2: it the, uh, the
1: Omnom fly? Lizards. I got the flies. Oh, lizards! Like, I'm, okay. try, I'm trying to grow, grow these lizards, and I'm like, aha! The last time I failed, I, I figured out how to grow three of them, so I'm going to keep on doing what I did. The next, section, uh, the next time I tried it, nothing grew.
0: Yeah, the lizards, are, hmm. I, I couldn't quite understand that. I, they didn't have enough time since it was only, f- uh, th- what, three levels in the demo? Hmm. I, I had a whole shitload of lizard men,
1: but I just couldn't really get a grasp on how they were made. Here's what the tutorial said. It says you should probably chip away blocks such that they form an O, like the the dungeon is an O or an H or a T so that the slimes keep on going over the same area again and again and again. Makes sense. And I did that. (coughs) And I only succeeded in one out of three tries of the tutorial. So what does that tell you? How many slimes did you have? Like 20?
0: Okay, that's a lot.
1: Like a whole bunch crawling around and I'm like, I'm going to have so many lizards and I had no lizards. (laughs)
0: But oh, wait, oh, wait, are the lizards the ones that come out of, like, the real white blocks? Yes, yes. Yes, yes, okay, now I remember how to make the lizards. Yeah, it's weird. Like, I'm I telling was you, playing, it's luck. and I, um, you know, I was uh, basically the levels, um, shut up, Pete.
1: <laughs> what bad the hell does this man. have to do with Batman? It's bad man. Like a bad
3: guy. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> so what does this have to
1: do <laughs> Sony.
0: Yeah. So, um I the first stage was like some weak dude, and then the second stage was some really strong dude, and yep. the third stage was a upgraded version of the first weak dude with a healer. Yeah. And that third stage, I um had like a big circle, and the slimes were going around in a circle, and they were hitting the walls with all the stuff, but then there'd be, like, little, um, corridors that I would have, and the corridors would have the white blocks, and I guess it's because they traversed those areas so much, and they kept dropping off the same, um, you know, the nutrients in the same place, but now what I realized is that the nutrients also go away, like, I rem- I recall clicking on a block, and it was, excuse me, it was white, and just as I hit the button, it degraded its color, and it turned out to uh, like an omnom instead of a... Instead of a lizard? Lizard. And that's
1: probably because a, a slime passed by and like and took some of the nutrients for itself. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, I mean, it's... I'm sure once I get the hang of it, I'll enjoy it, But like right now it's kind of like... I, I feel like I have no effect on the process, and it's really irritating. Yeah, I, um, feel, I, so, I have the same feeling. So instead of that, I've been playing Chrono Trigger on DS, which is <laughs> <laughs> Chrono Trigger. And I, I, I tried it with the DS mode on, and it's really awesome if you're like lying in bed and you i don't know how many other people do this but like if i'm like just kind of lying on the couch or lying in bed playing a portable game the the way that you know you hold the system up um eventually kind of makes your wrists tired and mm-hmm. it kind of makes like your pinkies tired because you're holding them up and so whenever i play a game that's all touchscreen i kind of lay it um i kind of lay it perp- perpendicular to my chest or my stomach and i just kind of hold it I I hold it by by supporting it with like my fingers, but like keeping my hand flat on my you know on my chest or my stomach so it's resting, and then mm-hmm. whenever I need to do something, all I do is like really just poke at the screen and it's much more comfortable that way, and I'm like okay I could kind of get with this you know in and, and, and Chrono Trigger they have like a DS mode where the bottom screen repra- uh has a has a list of all the enemies that you're fighting against with big fat buttons so that you can press them and be like all right well. You know, there's no way for me to mess this up even, even if I have sausage fingers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's pretty cool. so big so, fat
0: fingers. Big fat fingers.
1: So you're, you know, you're choosing fight, you're choosing the monster, and it, and it goes. And as long as you have the battle setting to, like, you know, the, the third speed so it's not, like, super fast, you can deal with it. But then I started noticing that because, um, because it's just a static menu, and, and a lot of the way that I played Chrono Trigger in the past was, you know, when you select your enemies to do text that, that have an area effect... Um, you want to select the enemy based on, you know, the visual. You know, the enemies are moving around, and the one that gets in the middle of the other two, you're like, all right, I want to hit that guy, because when I hit that guy with the cyclone, Corona's going to hit the other two around him. And because they're, they're in a list menu on the bottom screen, it's harder to make that connection. Hmm. And so an, an enemy that's walked all the way to the left side of the screen is still, but was represented on the menu, like on the right side of the menu, is still going to be on the right side of the menu. And so, like, cognitively, you don't make that connection. So eventually, I had to switch back to classic mode, which really sucked because I wanted to play it lazy, and I couldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, also, they did a really good job with, like, making it a pixel-perfect um, representation of the graphics, but the text on the top screen, like, if you play it in DS... Cl- uh, I mean, sorry, in classic mode, where, like, it's all, it's all D-pad-based, like, the text gets squished because it needs to fit on the screen. So that gets kind of annoying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and let's see if there anything, is there anything else worth talking about? Because,
2: I mean, it, it's Chrono Trigger, so... They have the menus on the bottom, so you don't have to... Ah, uh, yes, to the, the menus menu. on the bottom. It's just like, yeah, oh, they have like a... it minuses one button out of it, really.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's a customizable menu. Well, I, I like that, though. I mean, like, yeah, any same. minus button press is, is a plus. Um, it's it's something that I'm like, <laughs> it's like Dragon Quest, hello. I think I just realized had... how,
2: how creative that sounded. Minus one button press? Equals a plus. Equals a
1: plus. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, uh, but, no, but, like, anybody who's seen the screenshots of Dragon Quest IV on the DS, they've got these big, like, and I complain about this before, but they've got these big uh, buttons. N- not even buttons, but, like, you know, the, co- the fight command is surrounded by a big white border. And it's, like, that could have easily been a touchscreen button that you press if you wanted to. And they completely just didn't do that. They have all the items in these big boxes that look like they're touchscreen menus. And and they're not, and so you, you try to press one to use it, or you try to like shift inventory between characters, and you can't, and it's just really annoying. So I'm glad that they uh, that Chrono Trigger at least lets you a use the use the buttons on the menus uh, on the menus as a touch function, and two that they they actually give you the ability to customize where your shortcuts are. Like I I have <clears throat> excuse me I have save games on the right side of the screen at the top because that's the easiest for me to to to, to remember. So you can customize it that way, and I kind of like that. Um... How far are you at in it? Slunk says, "Can I get no dreadlocks in my sausage fingers?" And Al says, "LOL, be careful, as they may look alike." Okay, I missed a lot. Um, right now, I'm at the point. I'm just after the trial. Okay, um, gotcha. And right before I climb out the uh, the prison wall. Um, gotcha. It's about which is two hours, three hours. And... Yeah, for for any Chrono Trigger versions, I'm going to spare you the spoiler, but this is right before a, a certain warp to a certain revelation, so, um, it, which, which is really vague, because the first warp <laughs> is a revelation in and of itself. Yeah. I'm about um, seven hours
2: in, haven't touched it in a little bit, so.
1: Seven hours in, so that means that you are probably at, um, I was in the very future, and ma- now I'm just back in the, Magus? Present. The Magus era? Oh, okay, okay. But yeah, I mean, it's, uh, except on the it, bad guy side. Yeah. Like I said, it's, Chrono Trigger, I mean, there's not, nothing. If you didn't really like the game, I mean, there's no purpose in going back to it. But I will say that it's one of those things where, you know, some people are like, oh, these old school games are so boring and whatever. Chrono Trigger was one of those games that I actually felt was a bit too easy. Mm. Um, okay. And I felt that, I, with the exception of some bosses, it's just kind of like you really didn't have to work to, to get where you were in that game. That's how I felt, um, which made it more enjoyable um, in, like, in short bursts, but like in marathon... I, I, no, not in short bursts, but it, it's... I don't know. I felt less of a sense of accomplishment with that game than I have with other RPGs, basically, is my point. But on the plus side, that makes it a lot more inviting for, for RPG newbies or, or people who are not old-school RPG fans, so it's it's one of those things where it's not like, oh, if you liked this before, or if you're into old-school games, it's, no, this is a good game, period. Yeah. You should play it like even even with the with the lack of challenge for me, like I, I really still like the game a lot. Yeah, back just, in the day. just just like, very very quick.
2: Uh, I'm one of those. I'm on the side which you know I've never played kind of trigger back in the day. I didn't have a SNES or anything, um, mm-hmm. and I picked up the DS version because I wanted to play it. Great, like one of the most fun RPGs I've played in terms of just exploration and like the, the combat system is great. And I know it was ahead of its time. Um, it just feels good. It's, yeah, it just it just has this fun look to it and it's, it yeah, it feels really good. The only thing that I can't get with is just the pacing of the story and stuff. It's always like uh I mean, it was it was back in the day, so it has a pretty good excuse. Um but like for instance, you'll have no idea where to go and then you'll maybe come across a guy who might be your enemy and he'll be like oh you should go north to this place and it's like why are you not killing me why are you telling me this like just the the story progression kind of makes no sense at times and other than really that, i
1: never i never really got that i felt it was i felt the story progression was really really simplistic actually
2: and yeah, i never really well, got it always like i don't know it's almost too simplistic sometimes it's just like you should go east for this reason you should go west for this reason, which, like I said, given back in his time, that's completely fine. But right. playing it now, it's like, eh, I don't know if that holds up too well. I, s- I still can't remember who you're talking about. I'll ask you later because I'm intrigued
1: now because I forget. Yeah. Um. But remember, I played the original SNES version first and not the PlayStation remake. Sure. So I don't know if maybe they changed the dialogue or whatever. But anyway, that's what I've been playing. Blah. Nah,
2: <laughs> nah. Huh? All right. Mm-hmm. I have
1: one thing to say before we move on. Before
0: we <laughs> end that the podcast. Not... <laughs> it's over. Yeah. Um, it's over, ladies and gentlemen. It's over. Um, <clears throat> I I was reading the wiki on Dungeon Keeper, and yes, holy invasion of privacy, Batman. What did I do to deserve this? Is certainly like it, but I think that Dungeon Keeper is a really really cool concept that I've never heard of. Like I just, I'm, for some reason I've never played this game. Yeah, I don't. You talk. Yeah, the only thing I have to say is, what is up with Peter Molyneux and slapping things? In, <laughs> He's a In uh, Dungeon nut. Keeper, the hand that you use also allows the player to slap objects and thereby interact with them. Creatures will hurry up when slapped, chickens in a hatchery will splat, and some traps will be triggered. Now, if you remember Black and White, you could slap the shit out of your um, your monster. Yeah, <laughs> And yeah. I remember people were just having a field day. It's 10, 15, 20 minutes to beat the shit out of that <laughs> damn animal. Carrying it by the tail, throwing it all across the street. Awesome. <laughs> That's so
1: abuse. It's totally abuse. Virtual you know, I never piece. really got into that game, black and white. I never got into it. Something about
2: it. Hey, Malanu, awesome. if you can hear me, make another theme hospital. <laughs> such a good game. Theme crop it all. All right, we're
1: going to move on.
0: Permanent beers, put your lunch here and catch these damn facial hairs in your mouth. Put it in your mouth. I said, Your mother mouth. all I could just eat you out. Yeah, what's that all about?
1: Damn, why did I say that? We're on to what well, we have no news because it was E3. What more news do you need? Um, all right, so let's let's actually go conference by conference since uh, Giant Bum has laid it out so conveniently for people. Um, going by their c- mantra of "we're only going to tell you what's important," they have given us all we need. So first, we're going to go with the Microsoft uh, conference. Of course, they're you know they're trailers for for all these games. You know, Brutal Legend, Mass Effect, Modern Warfare Two. Halo, crap, crap, Halo, 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 more Halo, more Halo, even after to bunch up. we should Love all Halo. watch
2: right now and screw up our audio for Yeah, or not. <laughs> um,
1: there is, uh, I think, for me of note, and if there's anything else that anyone wants to talk about, uh, just throw it in the hat, but of note is the fact that Left 4 Dead 2 is already coming out? Yeah. And then oh, there's already. this whole Project Natal thing, which I'm going to pronounce Project Natal, because <laughs> it's like neonatal surgery and all that stuff. Oh, what? Yeah. Um, so, okay, so, uh, is uh, any other huge topics from the Microsoft conference that anyone wants to talk about first? Well, no, um, let's just start with Left 4 Dead. So, Left 4 Dead too. okay, and the reason why I'm kind of like, wow, is the fact that it, Left 4 Dead seems like that type of game where, like Team Fortress 2, it's kind of self-sustaining, and you kind of want to add things to it, but you don't want to just... Kill the first game and come out with the second one like so fast. Yeah. I haven't even gotten to start playing. I haven't even gotten to playing it yet, and so w- the reason why I'm like wow is because I, I want to ask you guys because you have been playing Left 4 Dead. W- what does this m- like? What does this imply? And 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 why would they do this? And before you start, I was reading an Ars Technica interview. Like, uh, I think it was Ben Kachera. He like went up to the guy who was behind it. He was just like, N- a lot of people are kind of pissed. Like. I- you you kind of need to explain yourself. My why hand is raised. it too, and he said I, something I, like the game balance is such that you can't add things to it without ruining it, and so it, you might as well give like a full sequel. So, uh, wh- what are your guys' takes on that? Uh, Pete said his hand was raised, so I'm going to go with Pete.
3: Oh, as in Pete. I am pissed because oh okay I'm sorry no, no but raised. yeah like <laughs> because that this is like completely anti Valve model like to right, right. not iterate on the game or, like, you know, put out some... Like, all they did was put out the one patch that made the other two levels playable. And, like, yeah, they put out the source code, so, like, you know, or the SDK so that people can make new, uh like, map mods and stuff. But Valve typically puts out their own stuff. Like, like you see with Team Fortress 2, how long they supported that. I mean, back with Counter-Strike and things like that, they supported that for a long, long time. It's like, to to just pump out a sequel, like year after the release of the first one is uh, so
2: Microsoft must have threw a lot of money at them. Mm-hmm. So you think well, maybe they're taking a backseat and saying, "Well, here you go community, we're going to work on stuff that's actually going to make us money." Maybe.
3: I guess like I I just I don't <laughs> understand.
2: Business. Right.
3: But see the thing is
1: even even with that, like let's say that that's let's okay. So it's against the Valve model, but even even without that, like the type of game that this is, isn't it more and, and that's why I need your opinion because you guys have played it versus what the Valve developer said. Oh, you know, we can't make an upgrade without changing the ge- without breaking the game. Is it really like that? Like, I mean, do they really need to? Because I, no. I always thought this was the type of game, like Counter Strike, that you iterate on be- just because of the nature of it of, of how it works. And I, I could be missing something like that. Like maybe it is justified to have a full fledged sequel. I just don't know.
2: Mm. I'm like I'm, I'm glad do. you brought Counter Strike because I was that's the mm-hmm. game I was exactly like I was gonna bring up. Pretty much took the words out of my mouth. But, like, they don't need to necessarily... They need to make it more impactful. And, I don't know, I just want to get this out there. Uh, People kind of have no right to be pissed, in, in a way. I think everybody has the right to be really confused at this point. But, like... I, it's just, I don't think you could ever point at a company and be like, you make a sequel? Oh, how dare you kind of thing, yeah, I which don't get that. I don't, I'm not pissed about it or anything. I'm just a little bit confused because yeah, it's a little bit early and sure. I mean, Valve's breaking their whole, uh, we don't make a game for seven years thing. That's probably a good thing, uh, to be honest, to keep up with Let this me industry, but interrupt real quick. at the same time, I feel like this is a very unnecessary sequel. I just want to say, like, I think people do have a right to be pissed just because
3: if you buy Valve games based on the Valve model, paying $60 for Left for Dead 2, or $50 or whatever, uh, or Left for Dead, I'm sorry, for the original, right. in your head, you might be purchasing that thinking, yeah, sure, it only comes with four maps, and two of which aren't even playable online, but, you know, I am expecting more content in the future, so I don't mind paying this, mon- this money. Like, I may have really, like, I may have seriously, like, Reconsidered a purchase if I knew that that was all I was getting, with that purchase.
2: Right. So that's a risk that you take. It's not on them. to be honest. Gotta talk now because I have a
3: different who's opinion. The, who's Al? What? <laughs> who's Al?
2: Al? Anello's turned to Al with the other opinion. Yeah. It's gonna um, rain. <laughs> <laughs> it's go
0: rain. <laughs> I don't get this shirt.
2: Um, rain <laughs> zombies. I, really, mm-hmm. Rain
0: zombies. Yeah. All right, so. My opinion on this thing is that um, Left 4 Dead, I think, was a very limited product in and of itself, because it was only four levels, and uh, just for clarification, Pete, you said two of them only playable online?
3: Well, I um, meant by the you know, the Versus thing.
0: Oh, you can only play, like, what, the first two stages in Versus mode or something? Yeah, because when yeah, it, it first, first came series.
3: out, not all, four, not all four campaigns were playable in Versus.
0: Oh yes, yeah. I only played versus mode once in my life, yeah. oh, and that was in in the first stage. Um, anyhow, I think that it's got a lot of replayability, especially like with the versus mode and whatnot. But um, I think where it lacks is just if you are good enough at the game to finish the four stages and survive and all that stuff. Uh, even do it, like, on expert mode, no matter how many hours it may take you, the odds are at this point in time, people are probably beating expert mode, like, in their first try, but I remember when the first game game first came out, people were taking, like, four or five hours to do one level on expert, because it was that hard. Um, once you do that, it's like, okay, I'm going to continue playing these four levels over and over and over again. Um, and I know that there are people who clock in a lot of hours into Left 4 Dead. Mm Mm-hmm. And I honestly don't think that they should be upset that there's going to be more Left 4 Dead for them coming a year after the first one came out. This whole Valve model thing is something that I'm not even privy to. So I I didn't even know there was a philosophy, a developer's philosophy for this company <laughs> that people are adhering to like it's gospel. But well, um I-
1: Real, real quick, just to mm-hmm. in like for for, for ten seconds. Right. I don't think it's so much a philosophy as much as this is has this has been their history and this is what it's a trend, expect. right? Right. It's really just The
2: philosophy is is really just the Blizzard philosophy. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. gonna say. It's almost <laughs>
0: as if Blizzard came out with StarCraft two, and then you know, a year later came out with StarCraft three. But <laughs> yeah. you know, we all know that StarCraft two is being broken into three parts, but that's still all the same product. Mm-hmm. But, like, imagine if there were, oh, Diablo 3, even. Imagine if Diablo 3 came out in 1990. Comes out like, next week. No, Actually, it came out weeks if ago. If it came out next week, I'd be happy. But <laughs> um, <laughs> but um if it came out a year after Diablo 2, and, you know, I mean, people play Diablo for 10 straight years and still not get tired of it. But I think that people play Left for Dead, and they just continue to play because it's really fun. But there's nothing really new. I mean, the survival mode, I think, was a really nice bone that they threw at people. And it continued to, you know, have them play it. But I honestly think that, uh, you know, a sequel after a year seems normal. <laughs> Ten years of non-stop clicking. <laughs> that's like, uh, you know, one of those... You, you, they should have, like, a, a mouse. like a Either a mouse that's broken or, you know, one of those animations. I, a count animations, meter one of, those. of how many times they've clicked. <laughs> And <laughs> how many mi- mice broken or whatever? But yep. what I was talking about, you know how they have those um old school like pictures, and it'll be in action in a picture, like it say a a punch. And you just see a fist with like a uh, lines on the outside of it, and you can tell that it means punch. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? I think so. They should have like a mouse with like a little explosion, like you know lines on top of the mouse button. Which at on top of that says ten years of nonstop clicking because <laughs> it means click. But anyway, um, uh, with Left for Dead, I think I mean I, honestly, I've played it a lot, like the first week it came out, and you could get me to play it if you gave me people to play with. But I honestly don't see myself going in the Steam, going Left for Dead, and just playing. Yeah. that's that's just me, right. and I, I I would buy Left for Dead too and play it. With given that same, you know, trend of playing, I'd probably play the shit out of it for like the first two weeks, and then I'll kind of just go on to something else.
1: Mm-hmm. Let me, let me, uh, let me read uh, what this guy is saying. All right, so this is from Ars Technica, uh dot com. If nobody's heard of the site, um, Ben Conchera writes: uh, uh, When Left for Dead Two was announced at Microsoft's press conference, reaction was less than kind. Fans felt betrayed by the quick turnaround for the sequel, and they made their feelings known. Chet Falazek sits down with Aris to explain the decision, and if you still don't agree it was the right move, you can take it up with him. And one of his uh, main contentions is let's see, um, Team Fortress gets to do these nice little discrete units of content. They get to do a map, there's an internal consistency, and an internal world that happens. Uh, end quote. He described the content updates as, quote, qu- clean little things. Bite size updates that add to the game and over time change things. It's not nearly that easy with Left 4 Dead, where one change affects nearly everything else. Um besides what why... changes he's talking about. But keep... Besides, why inch along with an update or content pack every now and again? Everyone on the team was excited about working on more Left 4 Dead, and in fact, the team behind the game has increased slightly in size since launch. That's rare. In most cases, development teams are scaled back after the product is released. Quote, we had some meetings about it, and we talked about our ideas, and everyone was pretty focused and thoughtful. A lot of the same ideas were happening. We wanted the director to be smarter, but to be smarter we needed it... To, to be smarter, it needed more special infected in its stable. For example, the Charger that we see today, which is apparently one of the new guys in Left 4 Dead 2. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess if they're, they're saying that by adding like a char- someone like a Charger, that completely changes what the game entails and and could potentially mess up the balance i don't know if that's true i don't know if that's just bs but that's what i'm seeing and i I guess that that's what sparked my question it might um i'm dealing Mm -hmm. no no, finish off because i want to address the the whole anger thing but i want want to address that first
0: as far as updates i think that um the only thing that left for dead could really benefit from is like more levels because uh-huh. if you do cha- change the structure of the game, like add more weapons, add more Special Infected, and make the AI director smarter, um, the game is already fucking tough as nails on Expert. Yeah. And, um, you know, given that there's only, what, four, well, five Special Infected? Um, or, wait, the, the three, four. Four, yeah. I'm thinking that there's four players in... Versus mode, but two, like, share one or whatever. Anyway. Sure. Um, yeah, there's only four special infected. I think adding a special infected will completely, like, revolutionize how the game could be played because of the weapons that you have. If you have a, a special infected that, say, may require a new weapon to be put in the game, you may wind up creating a weapon that's so strong... Because, no, ah, right, right. Y- you know, yeah. you're trying to make it difficult, so you want something to keep up with this new one. You're going to wind up making a weapon like a fucking grenade or rocket launcher that, okay, let's go pick up the grenade launcher the rocket launcher and blow through all of these regular infected. And then right. that increases the difficulty of the game. And then say, you know, you don't have any of that ammo, and then this guy comes out, you're
1: instantly dead. Right. Um so so what I was what I actually wanted to to say really quickly before we move on is just about the whole anger thing and like do people have the right to be angry does val have the right to put out a sequel I mean I I'm actually on both sides of the fen- both sides of the fence here like I can definitely understand uh any anger coming from- I mean consumers do have oh, yeah. a right to be angry I under- I understand
2: it as well they, they have mm-hmm. a, they have a
1: right to be upset at when, when they feel that, you know, they've spent money on something that's not what they expected it to be, which is not the case with Left 4 Dead, but it's the case in, in terms of this is what they expect from a, a company, and then they feel that they're not going to be able to get what they want to get out of a game because the support for it is going to die out because a sequel is now coming. On the other hand, I also agree that a company's best interest is to keep on doing what's best for itself, and they feel that putting out a sequel will be beneficial for the franchise. This is where I kind of get into the whole thing of it is up to them it is up to the company to decide is this sequel that we're coming out with going to alienate our user base in such a way that the sequel or the original uh, or, uh, rather the sequel succeeds or we lose our customers it's kind of like the guitar hero pricing thing yep. they have the right to pri- they have the right to price it wherever they want and I have the right to be angry about it and therefore I'm going to exercise I'm going to you know uh, uh, take out my anger on them by not buying the track pack because I don't believe it's worth that price. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And they and the company can say, "All right, well, you know what? It's okay because we've done studies that say X amount of customers will buy it at this certain price." And so, uh, too bad for Austin, he doesn't get to play. But for me, it's like, well, too bad for them because they don't get my two fifty. And so it's you know you know what I mean? It's it's a balance, and it's kind of it kind of sucks in a certain way, but at, at the same time, that's how things work. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, it, this like. You're right, slunks. It is totally not. It is totally the customers assuming the risk of saying, "I'm going to support this company. Things could change, but I'm going to choose to support them." Crap! Now they turn their back on me, Which, and now I'm angry. That's exactly how company... I feel like you know right. with Harmonix but, nowadays.
2: So.
1: Right, but you also have to remember that the company also is assuming a certain risk because you know, like I said, customers can definitely be angry, and they ha- it, there's nothing that says that they can't be angry. So it's it's a, it's a, it's a it's a circle of life, Simba. Yeah. I'm just okay. saying that <laughs> i
2: I don't understand the angriness, but i can, comp- or, or rather I understand the angriness, but I don't exactly agree with it, so okay, um
1: let's see. so I was going to say let's go on to Project Natal, but because the entire the the entirety of e three, at least the press conferences, like just came out with not only Natal. But Nintendo pimping Wii Motion Plus again, and then Sony with the wand thing. I actually want to lump it all together Mm -hmm. and and talk about. You know what? For five minutes, actually, for for two minutes, really quickly. um, Can we take some time to vent about the stupid Vitality Sensor before Slunks goes? Because I know, I know that I want to, I want to talk about the talk. Here's what this thing thing,
2: is, but we don't know what it's for, really.
1: That's the Vitality Sensor in a
2: nutshell. Like,
1: what did he he said something about? Oh, maybe one day games could cause gamers to relax and go to sleep. Yeah.
0: That's what he said.
1: Something I don't know, <laughs> something like that. I don't remember. <laughs> I think he said
0: something about relaxing, but
1: yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. Uh, to 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 vent really quickly for thirty seconds, I can understand that they're unveiling something and that we should wait and see. We should not judge until we try it for ourselves. Same thing with Natal, same thing with the with the Sony dildo controllers, but. When you unveil something, you at least want to show a proof of concept to say, "Hey, this is actually worth our time, and it's worth—it's going to be worth your money, even though we don't know what we're going to do with it yet." Here's a glimpse of to, uh, as to what can be done, and it's just like—is are, are they really going to head head in the direction of like fitness gurus? I mean, if that's what they want to do, that's fine. It's kind of not what I want, but just come out and say it. You know, they're like, oh, we got hardcore games for you. I oh, just, by the way, you know, we could take your, your, your blood pressure.
2: I just imagine this be... future of, like, Nintendo, all they do now is just fitness games, no other games. They drop that... Mario, they drop Zelda. That's exactly what
1: I'm saying. I don't want that to happen. <laughs> and it's like, oh, this is big
2: innovation.
1: Our next system Iwata. is an
2: exercise ball. Uh,
1: well, if they did that, that's fine, because then we know what we're getting. It's mm-hmm. like okay, the Nintendo exercise ball. I'm not gonna buy the exercise ball because I don't want to play Zelda while running on this ball and then breaking my back because I'm not a chiropractor and I don't know how to do that properly. But <laughs> at least I know what to expect, right? Now it's just like I bought this Wii so I could you know play tennis and 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 shoot things and 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 you know if they come out with a Vitality Sensor and they market it right, fine. If they you know do whatever they do with it and are successful, fine. But like the way, the fact that that's that was their big kind of unveil. And they were like, oh, we've, don't worry, we've got something in store for you guys. And I was just like, yay, I can put this on my finger. It is like a finger condom. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> I which think completely... That that's, uh, I was just going to say, which completely was made up for by the Metroid trailer. But that's yeah. another story. But go ahead, Al.
0: I think that's something like that. That type of announcement should have been saved for a developer's conference or something. Not for E3, because it's just... I don't know what they were thinking. It's like, um... Did they think that it was gonna be exciting to have Iwata stand there and discuss well, a product with nothing, no kind of game detail, no kind of example, no tech demo, no nothing? It's just like, oh yeah, we got this thing called the Vitality Sensor. Here's a picture of it. We don't even have it in prod, in like in right. production yet. Um, enjoy. Bring now back to Reggie.
1: Yeah, you bring up a good point about like, is this the proper venue? Uh, E3 versus developer conference. And I think it's the proper venue for that. I just think they executed it wrong. Because, I mean, like, this is basically the new CES. For games, at least. Or at least electronic entertainment. And it's like, alright, if they're going to do something with it, then yeah, here they should show it. But in nowhere, no, nowhere at all should they just be like, to check this out, you could kind of slip this on your finger. What can you do with it?
3: I don't know. I, don't know. I was yeah. high, exactly. That's what I was. Like. I was high. I just thought of this right now, but dude, you could totally slip it on your well, finger. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, like the, That's so most, radical. Of the press, most, most of Nintendo's press conference didn't really have anything that would like. Go good in mainstream press, and I mean it's no secret that Nintendo's been in mainstream press for like ever since right. the release of the Wii because of all. That and that's stuff where E three that, like...
1: that's what E three has mainstream press. I totally agree with that. Right, so
3: that's what that was there for is because they need something to go in the New York Times.
1: But then, when you write about it in the New York Times, you say they've got this vitality thing. We no, saw No, but you got to
3: understand they're writing it for the mainstream people, like the people who are all into their Wii Fit board, to be like. You know, you gussy up the article to be like, oh, and now you're going to have this thing coming for you. Like, for us, we don't care and we don't understand it. But other people might, like, you know, soccer mom Annie might be like, oh, what's this? I, I am intrigued.
1: We, but I still disagree because even with the Wii Fit board, they showed you what it was going to do. Right. They showed you proof of concept. They showed you something. No matter mainstream, hardcore, whatever, when you are writing, and this is talking about, like, just writing now. And everybody knows this, and I know you know this, and I know everyone else knows this. You're trying to write something up. When you have concrete stuff that you can actually write about, it's better. Yep. It's oh, yeah. It's easier. And it's easier, but we're, we're not about taking the
2: easy route. Yeah, here's, here's, we're hardcore. here's Giant Bomb's bullet point with it. Vitality Peripheral is a pulse monitor that, that no one has any idea of the use. No game was shown alongside of it. The audience was baffled. It, it doesn't even have to be a game. like It's tech number
1: yeah, tech demo, or, just, or 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 like Iwata could say something more than just "It may help gamers relax." Back to you, Reggie, or something. <laughs> all, all I'm saying is that like, what? You show. <laughs> all I'm saying is that you show the thing, you show the finger thing, and then it's gone, and it's like, uh, give me something, give me something. Yeah, so I, I mean, fluff, when, they showed, like the,
0: when they announced the Wii, they at least had the fucking product. You know. I'm just
1: saying, from from my perspective, like when I write something. Like when I was writing for you know the basketball team, it's like the worst experience was was having to come up with shit to to you know to explain things because I didn't have the proper quote or the proper evidence from whoever I was talking to, or whatever. and and you know what I, and mm-hmm. that's frustrating. So it's like throw us throw us a bone, even though even if it's like if, even if it's just a proof of concept and it's never gonna come out later, like at least give us something to say give the audience something to chew up, give the writers something to say, and give Nintendo something to, to brag about other than, We help you, relax So, that, that that's just where I'm coming from. But, like, I totally agree that it's a mainstream thing and that the existence of the sensor makes me mad, but I can understand it. It's just the way that they brought it out. It was just kind of like,
2: Ugh, slap. Ugh, mm-hmm. slap.
1: Ugh, what the hell? Ugh, stop it. So, I'm, I, I actually slapped myself, by the way. <laughs> Good God.
2: See, that, that's all it does. It makes you slap yourself. And then you put it so, on your PC. And and you yeah.
1: So, Natal, Wii Motion Plus, the Sony dildo, all these things now.
3: Somebody fire off. So, What are your takes on this one? I'm going to let Slungs go since he has to go soon. Oh, that's true.
2: Yes. Yeah. Sure. Um, I could wrap it all up in one big bundle here. Uh, I think the Wii Motion Plus will be great, but it won't be supported enough. Um, It'll work out just like everybody imagines the Wii should have worked, how it should have worked out in the first place. Yeah. Um, it'll probably be the one of the most fun things, actually, amongst the three. It just won't be supported too well. Uh, Microsoft, Uh way too out in the future to even speculate. I have no idea when that thing's going to be coming out. Um, but I, I feel like it's not going to incorporate uh, hardcore games enough. I don't think you'll see Gears of War 3 with <laughs> this thing or anything like that. Right, crouch to crouch run and stuff like that. Yeah, crouch to crouch, crouch to crouch. Yeah, crouch. I say crouched. Crouch. No, he said crouch. No, you said crouch. I said crouch because of the picture that Austin. Oh, Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Um, but I, it, it definitely will be out there a lot because they're going to be packing this thing in with consoles. Uh, so everybody's going to be pretty much be forced to have one. Um. Oh, they're
1: packing it all in?
2: Yes, after the release. Oh, that I didn't know. Um, That's uh, smart. At least that's what they said. Very smart. That is smart. Um, Sony, uh, as with all Sony motion controls and everything that can see you, camera things and all that, it'll probably be around sort of, kind of, but not really. <laughs> <Kinda> like, <laughs> it's there, yeah, but not really. The toy, I mean, balls. the six axis, it's, it's there, but it's not really. I don't know. It's, I don't think... I, th- I think it'll be there for the people who are crazy about motion control, you know, 0.5% of you. Uh, mm, yeah. But... And, and, and then the question I would have is all well, this motion control shit, are you going to drop the price of a PS3 so that those people <laughs> really don't care about... Nope. They're, They're going to come out with a new buy. PS3 and make that 50 bucks more. Just like yeah. PSP. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Which I mean, I still think I'm still. I know. I know. We talked about it enough. Like what, two podcasts ago? But I still wish that they would focus a little bit more on the original PSP than make a new one. PSP. Uh, so. PSP, PSP. This isn't focusing PSP. on original PSP. They're focusing it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you did it the wrong way. Uh. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. Red Steel Two looks really good. Just gonna say, uh but that was just like uh still on like the topic of of uh Monster motion cluster. control. Yeah, it's just it looked pretty good. So can't wait for Austin to review that. <laughs> Uh, it, <laughs> I'm it, sure
1: it's not I'm sure going to be better than a 1 out of 5. Oh yeah, then, I don't, I don't right. know if you saw
2: any gameplay of it, but it actually looked like a fun game.
1: I did see I did see some footage and I'm I'm optimistic about what they can do with it simply because it's like, all right, they don't have to wait for they, they don't have to get it ready for launch. They've had like 75 years to work on it. Right. They've got Wii Motion Plus. They the only problem I see is well Red Steel 1 sold like a million copies. And they're like, you know what? Maybe we can do the same things that we did before with the red steel and not really improve it. Maybe we get the motion control a little bit in there refine it a little bit, but, uh, you know, the same structure and uh, the same bad voice acting. And uh." (laughs) And that's about it. It's like, that's all they do. That's what they say on the The, stage. The style, the style, though, I like it. I like
2: the visual style. It did look pretty cool. Um, mm -hmm. You just want me to keep talking since I only have a couple minutes? Yeah. About everything? Uh... Game of the show for me, this is going to sound really weird, but Splinter Cell Conviction. I am not a big fan of Ooh. Splinter Cell at all. I think the story is way too complex. The stealthiness is eh for me. But oh my god, did this game look really good. Uh, the
1: whole, like, I'm just walking down the street. It, it, it felt, felt like, fine when people it felt see like a me. 24
2: game or something like that. Yes! <laughs> like, they're just turning him into this Jack Bauer-type character where he's like, fuck everybody. Did you see, like... I'm Did you see, man. like,
1: all the fake text projected on the window sides? Like Yeah, and, like, like and the fringe. presentation I like that style and too. the
2: cinematic just looked really good. Uh, or I shouldn't say cinematic. There was no CGI or anything. But, like, the cinematic viewpoint of things, it just felt very cinematic. Uh, like, developers. like where he was inter- interrogating the person. Uh, of course, the game is kind of heavily scripted. But, I mean, so is Call of Duty. And that game, yeah. those games are great. Um, Infinite Spawn. Yeah. <laughs> um Man, that game just looked really good. Uh, hey,
1: developers, this
2: is what happens
1: when you work on a sequel for more than three months. <laughs> just saying.
2: Yeah, uh, Microsoft probably had the best show of the conference, uh, next to probably EA. Um, EA horse. It's in the game. Yeah. Um, I didn't get a chance to see Sony's, but I, from what I've seen clips and stuff, I don't know. Uh, Did you get to like, watch right. the the little glowing ball sticks? Yeah. I actually like I, It looked alright, yeah. It looked alright. It's it needs to be yeah. put in use, but somebody somebody said like oh the flashlight thing looked lame, but imagine if it was used with like Silent Hill or something. I was like, oh, yeah, it's I, kinda like that's kinda, I, good I think the
1: we I think Wii Motion Plus is doing not not even Wii Motion Plus. Just the regular Wii Mote is gonna have that flashlight function. Right. And if that proves to if that proves to work mm-hmm. and then you like you, you, you this is kind of where I wanted to go with with all this discussion. It's it's it sucks that you have to leave, but I was gonna go like I was gonna start talking about how all these con all three consoles are now motion control
2: coming together again. So like I've been having yeah. <laughs> thoughts about that, and I've already ranted to friends about it, and I I feel like it's a it it, it while it is I hate saying this it's it's kind of the future. Uh, I don't think it necessarily will be in in the mind in like in our minds. How it is like this perfect world where yeah you just play with Mesh control, it's it's not gonna be there anytime soon, um, and I just feel like everybody's jumping on this bandwagon. That that's pretty much how I feel. It's just oh it worked for them, we'll do it too. Right, Let's put the right. team on it. And it's like that's... just I understand because as a business you need to compete and you always need to be competing with your companies and stuff by you know, putting out products that compete with theirs. I find it funny but, that Nintendo wasn't set to compete and now everybody's competing with them. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 weird. I don't know. Um I don't think I'm all for it. I I I still prefer I mean a controller works perfectly fine and a lot of people I mean what this big thing is is what Peter Molyneux talked about is that is that apparently the controller isn't a connection to the game world. It's a hindrance and Like, I just can't believe that because he claims that being in front of, like, a motion uh, camera or something like that, that's how you get absorbed into the world. And anytime I'm in front of an eye toy and I'm swatting at fucking bees around my head, I'm going, I look like a fucking idiot in the real world right now. I'm not even (laughs) thinking about the game, like, at all. It's there's So in, in some weird theory, I understand why he thinks that. But it's not. That's not how it is in practice. So, it's not like, uh, I, and maybe maybe it will be if it's done absolutely perfect. But I mean, I mean, look how many games on the on the Wii where the controls are absolutely perfect, uh, in terms of like motion and stuff like that. Although this right. is a different thing that I'm talking about. That's but. different because the technology it wasn't even there. Well, right, but like, there's no game I can really play on the Wii that makes me feel totally immersed just because of motion control. Now, like I said, this is different because this this doesn't involve a camera or anything, but there's nothing really else there I can use as an example because, well, the iToy sucked, and, well, for Microsoft, the totem ball.
1: I I will actually, (laughs) really quickly, like, I hate to admit it, but I do kind of feel more immersed playing Mad World. Yeah? Like, I thought it was stupid, like, just be like, you know, I wish they would just let me press a button. Right. But when you start ripping people apart,
2: Right, yeah, just, yeah. it's pretty know, cool. Like when it's done right, of... yeah,
1: it's like I, I actually feel. I'm just like I'm like I got a grimace on my face. I start sweating because I'm like I'm actually I'm not like you know flicking the remote. I'm actually doing it like, and I have to I have to you know curb myself so that I don't tear apart the w- remote and the nunchuck. Mm-hmm. Like I'm actually like you know going at it and like usually for most games though I agree. Like I'm just like huh. Yeah, I, I didn't I... play Mad World, but I got that same feeling from No More Heroes. Right. Oh, see, I still when you when you charge up the blade and it looks like you're you know doing the it... dirty deed <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to play this
2: now imagine like I, I just don't see that working as well in practice on in front of a camera to me I right just, and that's
1: that's like so different it's, it's so different it's, it's,
2: yeah, it's, yeah it's way out there um, yeah that, that's really about it uh, I thought the Final Fantasy 14 announcement was bullshit uh, that game's gonna come out before 13. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what's funny, though, about
0: Final Fantasy 14? Jack huh. Trenton, on the stage, said it as if this was going to be, like, yeah, you know, we're giving you Final Fantasy 13, and guess what? On top of that, we're giving you, you Final Fantasy 14. 14. Yeah, yeah we the sequ- and then you then you're <laughs> And I'm, like, sitting there, like, baffled, like, Fourteen? I thought I he said the about... wrong
3: thing. Yeah, I thought he was talking about Versus thirteen or something. And I'm that's like, what I thought too. But I knew for <laughs> I knew I knew a new Final Fantasy Online was coming. So, but that's the other thing. I didn't know that it was online until the end of the trailer
0: where it said Final Fantasy fourteen, and then the thing went <laughs> online, and I'm like, oh, really? that's what it is. Because yeah, yeah, the the trailer sense.
3: started, I knew it was for online because it has the same uh, like character classes and stuff and mm-hmm. it just looks very similar aesthetically to Final Fantasy XI. Yeah, uh, that's kind of true, but I thought that it
0: was play. like, this, this is what I my thought was when I was watching the trailer. Okay, they're coming up with Final Fantasy XIII, and it's a sci-fi atmosphere. Final Fantasy XIV could theoretically come out at the same time and be a medieval fantasy aesthetic. So I'm thinking, okay, two really huge role-playing games coming out at the same time in different environments, that's pretty cool. Online, oh, never mind. Because <laughs> <laughs> all I could think of was standing around level 49 for three hours waiting for a party. I don't know Yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's a
2: pretty much what ran through my mind, too. Huh? Slash dance,
0: slash jump, slash gripe. They didn't even have none of that dance. shit in <laughs> in Final Fantasy XI. It's like, slash dance, Huh?
3: It literally was standing around. (laughs) Oh, it sucks.
2: And, uh, just really quick before I go, did you guys see the, uh, about project Natal? Uh, I just found it funny because the very first demonstration of it on the, on the stage was terrible and then everything else was fine. But when he, when, um, Kudo came out and he was pretty much in front of the camera and he had an avatar on screen representing himself. Did you guys ever watch that? He was in the orange jacket. I saw some parts of it. yeah. 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 Uh, it was pretty fucking hilarious he pretty much came out and on screen was an avatar representing what he was doing and he had project and tall set up and i guess something with the lighting was weird or like maybe his bright ash orange jacket kind of threw things off or something but it was like it was spazzing wow he was (laughs) he was just standing there the avatar was going absolutely fucking insane (laughs) on the screen Oh, yeah, I'm gonna see this. I'm gonna see this. And, afternoon. Then, and yeah, and then he of was course. moving. I'll link up something for it later. But anyway, well, and, like he'd move, and then like make a pose, and then it would be fine. And then he'd just go back to standing, and like its arm would be through its body, <laughs> and like its <laughs> legs would be like all weird. <laughs> and like everybody's kind of giggling, and he's like, and and then Cooter goes, "Ever wondered what the ba- uh, the bottom of a bottom Avatar of shoe, shoe looks would like-, like?" Bam. And then he turns around and lifts up his shoe and goes BAM and the second he goes BAM, like the Avatar almost looks like it's gonna flip upside down and like <laughs> its arm is <laughs> I think it's I think its legs were backwards or something like that. <laughs> Like only yeah. the legs and the arm was through its neck. Oh my <laughs> it <was> god! Insane. <laughs> you know, somebody got fired that day. <laughs> <laughs> and he just kept rolling with it, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is fu- this is the first thing that they were showing for the for the entire setup." <laughs> I was like, "This is fucking terrible." And then the rest went fine. It was really right. funny. So, uh, it was, it was it was I it was funny because to me when I was watching it when he first came out, it was twitching on on screen. I physically could not take it. And I muted my TV and looked away. <laughs> and then when I, and then when I came back, it was when he went, well, bam. And I was like, Oh my fucking God, this is not getting any better. Oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Anyway, guys, I'm out. Bye. Uh, shrunk. Probably one of the best E3s. Uh, very entertaining. So because there's
1: so much, there was so much new
2: stuff. There was so much new stuff. Oh, yeah, no, so okay. much new stuff, Mag. That we already knew about. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that,
0: everything we knew about, except for Metroid <laughs> Other M. <Ram> and, okay. <laughs> uh, you know, the other stuff. And, A.K.A. Mom. And my final All words right.
2: will be, uh... But, but I didn't say anything about Solid Snake. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> Bye, Slunks.
2: All right, now that Slunks is gone... um
1: just to get into the whole Natal thing further, it not not just the Natal, but like I was saying before, the whole kind of quote-unquote revolution that Nintendo quote-unquote promised, I mean, it's kind of like when someone comes out and says, we're going to start a gaming revolution, you're kind of like, dude, whatever. Mm-hmm. Three, four years later, Microsoft is trying to do this camera thing, and Sony's trying to do this wand thing, and... and I'm sure a lot of people out there will say that it's just natural progression and that they were working on these a long time ago. But you have to, the skeptic in you has to wonder would they have really tried to trot this out this early in our lifetimes
3: had it not been for Nintendo selling how many consoles they sold to soccer moms with the, with the Wiimote? I don't think so. I think it was always in Sony's plans to do something like this just because they'd start, you know, kick it off with the iToy. And I That's think true. they were always going to try to progress that. Um,. I mean, I, like you said, I don't know if they would have done it as early, but uh, I, I definitely think it was in their plans. Microsoft, I'm not so so sure about. Although, like, you got to figure for like, they probably had something in the works for PC oriented stuff mm-hmm. um, to do, like, uh, like so. I don't know, just like in general PC stuff, facial recognition, voice recognition, things like that. And they're like, hey, maybe we should just uh, you know get this stuff onto the console quickly. <laughs> right, right. Um,
1: I think. Well, for me, as far as the three things go, um, I, I kind of... I'm more impressed by the ambitious nature of Natal, but I would rather have Wii Motion Plus or the Sony Dildo controller, simply because it's... Okay, the fact need that we're... tangible. I'm Right. I, that's what exactly, I think. Exactly. Exactly. The, the fact that we're already made to be like, all right, well, I'm holding a Wiimote right? And this is supposed to be a sword, but when I swing the sword, there's nothing for it to clash against, so I'm already kind of half a point down in my cognizance, in, in terms of being cogn- cognitively, whatever. I, 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 whatever. I, I hate English. Um, hmm. cognization. Kind of like, <laughs> no, no, something. But it's, like, you know what I mean? It's like, you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're, it's cool that you're swinging something, but you're still missing some part of it, because it's not coming in contact with anything. Right. You're not, you're, you're not you know, clashing with another sword because it's all digital. Now they expect us to do this without anything in our hands. Actually. So it's like no. the, the eye toy, like I, I see people do this stuff on the iToy, toy, and it's like you're reaching out and you're doing stuff. You're never touching what you're reaching out for. You're never feeling what you're supposed to be holding. And so at least with the Wiimote and the, the dildo controller, you have something in your hand. So I was watching them do the same bow and arrow demonstration that they did with Wii Sports Resort. And it's like, okay, I can get behind both of those. Mm-hmm. Because I'm hold, I feel like I'm holding, and I'm again, as I always do, I'm pantomiming as, as if someone can see me doing this. But you know, in one hand I have this one dildo controller or the Wiimote. in the other hand I either have the nunchuck or the other dildo controller, and I can, you know, I'm holding it, and I feel like I'm holding something. Whereas if you did that with Natalia, you're just like, you're just pantomiming. So let's say you, 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 you know, you don't know where your hands are supposed to be or whatnot. And it's just kind of, uh, I don't know, what you were saying
0: something Al? I completely forgot. I. Was saying no 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 I know what I was going to say but I completely forgot something that counteracts what I have to say. Oh. Um, I was going <laughs> to say you're not really you know doing something like say if you're swinging a sword you, like you don't feel its weight or anything you don't make contact. But with uh, Natal, you're you're not holding a sword. Technically, <clears throat> I was going to say, but you can because the kid he held his skateboard up and identified his skateboard. But then that's, I remember afterward yeah. he wasn't actually on the skateboard. He was just on right. the floor jumping around back and forth. So I was like, right. oh, you can take a, a real katana and then have the camera sense you have a real katana and then f- play with it. Hold but it, yeah. And then next A, that's yeah <laughs> <laughs> And B, uh, you, you're not. Actually, the whole point of it is so that the katana can be in the game. Not so that you can it can map its points and then you can wield it and wield its actual weight so that it can be reflected in the game.
1: And to me, that smacks of, oh, this is just for a promo video. Kind of like when Red Steel first came out, they had people jumping behind the couch.
3: You, you can't, can't jump right. behind the couch and play it right. <laughs> it's all I just the concept stuff. It's like, yeah.
0: oh, man, like with the people who, like the girl was driving, and then she hit a pit stop, and the guy sitting next to her got up into the middle of the room and was fixing her tire, and then I got back on the- I that guy was um, her father, sir. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. He got back on the couch and like, pat her on the shoulder, and was like, go!
3: Yeah. So
1: I guess what fascinates me most about it, though, is when, um, I remember I was watching, uh, on the spot, and they were talking about what could the revolution be from Nintendo, and I sent in a question, I was like, do you think it's one of those uh, Minority Report gloves that lets you do, you know what, did, you guys both saw Minority Report, yeah. right? Yes. Like, you know how he had those gloves and he was manipulating the screen? Yes. Uh, like, moving things left and right, and then when you saw Iron Man, how he was manipulating, um, his uh his prototype suit and he was like throwing things in the trash but not using a mouse instead like actually pretending to pick up something and holding it in the, and and throwing it in the trash and doing all that stuff. Remember yeah, that the three D like holographic screen. Yeah, but it was like in that the air stuff. I think yeah it was that there, right? stuff is what I yeah yeah he he held the arm thing in the air to see if it fit his arm. Yes, like, yes. That is what fascinates me about Natal. That is where I'm like, all right, that seems kind of cool. Not necessarily for mimicking actions in games. Like I'm going to throw a pitch but interacting with objects in the game. And that's something that neither the Dildo controller nor the Wiimote can do mm-hmm. as well as this could. Because you're saying, all right, in Metroid Prime 3, I can pretend like I'm sticking my arm in the lock, turning it, and then opening the lock again. You remember that that mechanic in Metroid Prime 3 right mm-hmm. now? But in this, it's like, all right, the, like, you, the, you, you can only do so many things with like holding the remote to simulate something. And now it's more like, all right, I can have a fake object on screen, and manipulate it in any way I want. I could poke it with my finger, I could smack it like Peter Molyneux wants us to do with our pets because he's cruel. Cool. <laughs> I could hold it with both hands and shake it. You know, I could, could toss it between my hands back and forth. I could juggle it if I wanted to. That is what's fascinating to me, like interacting with that virtual space. Um, and then when you combine that with a regular controller or a Wiimote or something like that, that's when it all comes together. And that's why I'm so fascinated with all these three. Like, yeah, I'm cynical, but I think about when you combine, if if you could somehow combine these, and this could lead to uh, to Pete going off on about a single platform future, which would be awesome, like to have all these three together, all these technologies working in harmony. That's what fascinates me. But like right now, I just don't see it working in the context of throwing a pitch or swiping a sword or how much fun is it g- really going to be throwing paint around, you know? Mm-hmm. Which is what they demoed. <laughs> so I guess it,
0: it, when it has something to do with tangible objects that you're not actually
1: in possession of that's where it kind of gets trippy right Pete what I mean like do you have any favorites from these guys or are are you seeing any promise in any of these are you still skeptical about like whether or not we even should be caring
3: about this stuff well uh, I really 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 like the uh, Sony thing um, Mm because I mean definitely to me that seems like the next iteration of like of what started with the Wii remote right Um, and showing them demo- actually do the live demonstration, you know, it wasn't just a concept video. It was a live demonstration, and you saw the thing working. And, like, everything was one-to-one motion and stuff. And so that, that is, seems the most promising to me in terms of being something that's going to come out relatively soon and work the way it should. And, uh, you know, as long as developers... in integrate it properly into their games could add quite a, like, a new surreal dimension. Like, the like Al said, the flashlight thing What a Silent Hill game would be awesome. Um, I'm, like, I, I can't think of other things right now. The archery thing was cool and stuff, but, like, just, uh, even just first-person shooter, like, how he was walking around the room and stuff. Like, you picture a yeah. game, like, I don't know how many, if you guys played Ella Bits or something like that. On yeah, 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 we both, yeah, yeah. Ella Bits while, like, actually using that thing to, like, creep around the room and look for the yellow bits would be kind of cool um Mm -hmm. just like things like that uh I still personally like I agree with you also like uh, the whole tangibility thing um That's kind of my problem with all these motion things is that it comes down to things of, like you said, like weight and resistance. Like you're supposed to be holding a baseball bat or a golf club or something. I'm just using sports obviously as an example. But like there's a certain weight and a feel to them that you expect in the real world. And then you're swinging like – even just like playing golf games on the Wii, it's never felt right to me because – it's like you're not holding an actual golf club. There is no weight to it that simulates holding a golf club. And then you don't get the resistance, the feel of like striking the ball. Um, so, I mean, until they could somehow put you in some sort of big magnetic box and then have magnetic <laughs> magnets inside the controller that can provide some sort of weird simulated resistance. I don't think we'd ever get kind of that to that point, but Hey, I guess that's what the real world is for. right? Right. Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> We as don't for, want to completely want,
0: escape from that thing. Right.
3: Yeah. Pete,
1: hold hold that hold that next thought you had. I want to touch on something that you said just before about like showing the first person shooting and stuff. I, I think for me the reason why I as uh, gaming wise I resonate with the Sony thing more than I do Natal is because, and this is not a slight, but it's basically what we've already seen with the Wiimote. So we know that it's possible. We know right. that it works. Also. And so when and when Sony brings that out, it's like all right, they're doing something that's already working, but with their hardware with with you know, 1080p, whatever, people who want better graphics, but motion control, now they can have it because you know it works and you know what Sony's pa- uh, hardware can do, so now you've brought them together and we know what to expect, and it's not this alien thing anymore, but what were you saying? I was going to we say, gonna say also
3: with the first person shooter thing, with, it, with the Sony remote working in conjunction with their camera, you could actually then use real world objects like a couch as cover, and you could theoretically jump out over a couch and start shooting. Right, you could do some time crisis thing. Like, when the glowing ball disappears, that's when you're ducking. Right. um, But then I was going to say, uh, like, as for the Wii Motion Plus, I mean, that is definitely, like, the lowest thing on my radar now compared to the other stuff, obviously. Because, I mean, when they first announced it, I was like, you know, great, this is what the Wii Remote should have had in the first place. And mm-hmm. I was looking forward to it, to adding new dimensions to the Wii games and stuff. But, uh, like, Sony's Remote definitely, like... I mean Wii Motion Plus might be able to do similar things to the Sony remote, but because of the uh like the camera functionality with that, I don't think they'll they'll reach the same level. And then as far as Project Intel goes, uh obviously yeah, it is all just proof of concept stuff. They really didn't show much. The demos that they showed weren't that interesting. The breakout demo, it's like it looked like The girl was – I couldn't – because they didn't have, like, a side-by-side comparison on the screen to see her motions with the other Mm -hmm. thing. You know, you saw her moving, then it would show the the clip of, like, her there. But it's not, you know, it's not same time frame. So, like, you don't know if her motions are actually matching up to what is actually going on. Because it looked like the way she was constantly flailing on stage did not look exactly (laughs) like the way she was flailing (laughs) in the game. And then it was pretty much like it looked like typical hit boxing, like hitbox stuff in games, where like you know if just the just her silhouette happened to touch wherever the ball was, it would bounce it back. But I couldn't really get a sense of if there's like true physics for if she was hitting the ball harder or softer, things like that. Um, so that that demo was kind of like anime. The paint thing was all right, but all he was doing was just sloshing paint up there. Shit on it's the wall. Like, yeah. There wasn't any uh, like finite like you know ability to or like there wasn't like true fidelity there or anything like that. Right. Um right. and then uh yeah, in the stuff in the video obviously it was just like all like the first of all the games themselves like if you're going to do a proof of concept videos trying to make the games look better. Yeah. Um and then uh just some of that stuff did seem quite ridiculous like the uh the skateboarding thing it's like I don't want to I don't know like like okay I'm a big Tony Hawk fan, and one of the great things about Tony Hawk is that, like, there was such a precision to, like, okay, I'm going to hit these buttons and do this precise trick. Yes, 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 skate was cool, but took that away. And now, with this, how are you going to say, okay, I want to do this precise trick, so I have to jump and pretend to grab the board just like this and not try to crack my head off my coffee table?
1: (laughs) (laughs) The thing about Tony Hawk for me is always that it's not a – Real skateboarding game It was fake And it was fun Right And like when everyone was like You dude Try out skate I'm like I don't want to Because I don't want a skateboarding sim I'm not a skateboarder See I like making long combos That are two million points long And doing three 900s In a single jump (laughs) I don't like Saying Dude I did a single ollie Like I don't care Because I'm not a skater Much like how If I tried to tell someone Dude You gotta play NBA 2K9 They're like Why I'm playing NBA Jam And I'm happy Right It's the same thing Yeah but, uh, I
0: like flying high in the air with a ball on fire. <laughs> he's on fire. Taking a shot from the other side of the court and always making it.
3: <laughs> I want to go into the Milo stuff, but real quick before I say that, I did, did also want to say that the uh, I do see in terms of gaming wise, like I do see some uh, possibilities for Natal to do some cool things depending on the genre. Um, like I can imagine, like if they brought back a, like adventure games, they could do some cool stuff with that, like uh, like. Like, it's kind of in conjunction with what we're about to talk about if we talk about Milo stuff. But, like, mm, you know, oh like, yeah, absolutely. like scanning things into it that, like, get presented into the world. Like, say you're doing, like, a CSI-type game, and you have to present your own evidence. So, like, things like that could be really cool. But uh, not every genre is going to work with that, at least as far as I can right. see right now. But I'm going to type down what I'm about to say about Milo because uh, facial thingy. Because I
1: don't want to forget but'll well, um, go ahead
3: let 's go into Milo now so, what, what do well, you want to say yeah
1: before, before we get into that, I want to touch on one thing you said about the the whole camera thing It, it probably is less the, the Wii motion plus is probably less flexible than, than having a camera there, but do remember that the Wii Mote itself, half of its functionality is based on a sort of camera system where the infrared sensor sees the top of the remote of the remote yes, and so th- you can still have sort of like i 'm not talking about like the camera sees you do stuff, but at the very least you can still have pointer stuff because it's already it already has an infrared sensor. It's not as flexible though, so right. it's definitely not gonna let you, you know, hide behind the couch unless they say, When the Wiimote sensor goes away, I'm behind the couch which will suck because half the time people who don't know how to use the Wiimote Move the cursor all the way off the screen. And
0: they are be like, behind oh, no, the look, couch all Yeah, day. I'm
3: behind the couch all the time. <laughs> and hey, have you so, ever gone dude
0: into, in front of the screen? You are behind the couch.
3: Have you ever gone <laughs> into the sensitivity settings on the Wii and noticed the, like how you set the sensitivity with the flashing lights thing? Oh, mm-hmm. dude, I've tried that like, in direct sunlight
1: to see what would happen, and there were like five flashing lights. Yeah. Like going so, everywhere. I'm like, this is hilarious. The infrared thing's not the best solution. <laughs> but at the same time, if you're going to play uh, PlayStation 3 Dildo, you're going to have to be... In like a very dark house, or at least not have any other bright lights either, because that probably picks up the colored lights. Maybe, but I mean, otherwise there'd be no real reason to have those colored lights. I mean, that's how they calibrate it. That's the, that should be the tech behind it, unless there's some mystery that that you know that they're they're not showing. But the bulbs on there are pretty much similar to the Weeblets flashing lights in the in the top of the now thing. Now you know what it is. It's proprietary <laughs>
3: logarithms <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hyperbole. <laughs> But um okay, so what I was gonna say about the Milo facial thingy is like imagine your you know how Fable or even Oblivion you know Oblivion had that mini game where you had to show disgust or or scorn or 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 happiness to try to convince someone to talk to you. Oh right, yeah. That. Imagine if like they totally just didn't say anything to you about that, but you're playing it with Natal. You're talking to a character you don't like what he says, and instinctively you kind of scrunch your face. Right. And they say. Whoa! Wait a second. What's wrong? What's wrong with that? <laughs> Why are you mad at me? Or, or if Stop. you're playing something like a, uh, like Phoenix Wright, okay, on Natal, and you're trying to get a lie out of this person, and like throughout the whole proceedings, your face is like completely calm. You never get angry. You never get intimidating. And in fact, you seem really soft. And you never get an answer out of that guy until you get mad, and you 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 start thinking to yourself why the hell isn't this guy telling me this line? And you're like, tell me it now. And they're like, holy crap. And then they get scared. That's kind of cool.
0: Yeah, I, I just have to say that the, I think that the game would act sort of like this. <laughs> I mean, I, I I know that it would have to be programmed this way, but I think that this would be funny too. Uh-huh. Uh You're talking to somebody, blah, 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 blah right? And they say you don't even know that this exists. It's kind of like, um, you know, reset button and all other crap. Uh-huh. Uh, what I mean by reset button is uh, like, the X-Men Genesis thing like I was telling you. You, you you basically like do something natural and then it actually makes the game do something that you don't expect for it to do uh-huh. and then you're surprised so basically the guy's talking to you you get mad and he goes hey what's wrong why do you look so surprised (laughs) because you're like so shocked that it actually understood that you were angry so then you change from angry to just completely confused and baffled and then the game complete continues to react to your facial expressions i think that that would be hilarious
3: yeah yeah i mean it all sounds like that sounds like a cool concept and everything but uh like that's it's gonna the problem is it's while it, they can perfect the technology to probably recognize you know your facial recognitions and like what you might be saying it's all going to come down to like how many reactions are programmed into the ai of the uh like you know in the game Cause like of course with Milo and with the demonstration they showed there they obviously like it wasn't even a demonstration it was a video of a demonstration and obviously <laughs> everything that happened in that video was done specifically that way because that was the way i'm sure Milo was programmed to, like, react to specifically those things. Uh, Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, if the woman in the video had randomly decided to do something else, like, if she had become, like, angry with him or, like, just started saying random things that made no sense, would the AI character recognize that or know what the hell's going on because like peter molyneux up there on stage talking about how like he is reacting i can't do a peter molyneux impression you know but like reacting to the people on his face yeah he's reacting to what she's saying and her emotions and stuff like he can tell that there's something wrong with her or something or whatever like like but that's because that's what they program for that specific instance like if she had done something different would they be able to program this ai thing to recognize that which that's the part where I get really skeptical on
0: Mm. yeah because then you wind up getting to a position where Milo is like uh, I don't know what you're talking about I don't understand Syntax error. Syntax error. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Mind mind you, this is a kid, and it's a completely different voice at this point, and he's just standing there with his mouth open, frozen, and he's like,
3: Syntax error. Syntax (laughs) error. I don't know what you were talking about. As far as what Austin was saying, though, like, I could see something like, like, where Mass Effect had the dynamic uh, conversation tree, like... It obviously had pre-programmed, pre-pro- like, choices and then reaction to those choices where, if, like, you couldn't talk, but it, if, it, if it could recognize your facial expression, it could just continue to go down its own dialogue tree just based on your facial expression. So, something like that could work. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, then some of the other stuff with Milo, like, I wanted to point out was uh, – because we kept talking about tangibility and the part of the, of the video where the girl is reaching into – quote, unquote, reaching into the water and touching the fish – the- that just... Or giving
1: the piece of paper over. What's that? Or give... I, I saw one where she was like, writing "Well, yeah." I was, was gonna get to
3: that in a second, but like the, the actual yeah, okay. fish touching part is where, because I, I wanted to bring up tangibility, because like, you should, like, like Molyneux, again is all like, you know, she is there in that world, and she is like running her hands through the water, but she's not. She's just waving her hands in front. Like I, <laughs> I, can't, I can I just imagine the first person go to their TV to try to touch the water and knock the whole damn TV over. But it's like, uh oh, you can we see have a problem.com. What's that?
0: That's a wehaveaproblem.com. Next to <laughs> oh, me, yeah? we have broken TVs because people are touching <laughs> yeah. them and knocking yeah. them over.
3: Like when the Wii remote went into the TVs. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it's cool <laughs> to see the actions happen on screen as you're waving your hands and stuff, but you're not actually feeling like... You don't know when you touch a fish. First of all, your hands are in front of your fucking face. Uh, you know what we <laughs> need? We need, smell-o- we need smell-o-vision. Yeah. So, let's get to that fourth dimension. <laughs> um... <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Ugh. But uh yeah so that was my point and that was that like there's no tangibility there um at least with something like with the Sony remote if there was any kind of weights in there they could turn on some sort of weight sensing thing or like some sort of vibration right. something to prevent to provide some sort of feeling like there's resistance so you feel like you're brushing against something um or like uh there, you know there's that PC controller I don't remember the name of it but there's that one PC controller that actually does provide different resistances Based like it, it simulates weights and resistances, so you feel like you're actually pushing against stuff. I can't remember the name of the fucking controller. It's like Was a it big a wheel, sphere, orb. What? Oh, this. Oh, I, oh, I know. I, I can't remember either, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I, me I too. know exactly what you are talking about. Like if they could put that like kind a, of technology yeah. into like one of these motion controllers, then you might yeah. get something that could simulate stuff or, better.
1: Or at the very least, if you're playing like a sword fighting game on the Wii. And like you picked up a really heavy axe Whenever you swing Like the, there's a, a really 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 like Violent vibration in the Wiimote to, to signify It might not like replicate the feeling But at least it would tell you This is a heavy thing Right So at least they could take steps of that And they haven't even tried that And it's like Hello You know Batteries
3: are cheap these days We have rechargeable batteries Let it vibrate Right um, Anyone want to talk about the tangibility stuff Or you guys want to talk about the paper thing I-
1: no, I think, I, think you, I think you pretty much covered it. I was just thinking about Molyneux, like, saying, oh, we're in the world. And I think back to Project Ego. Every blade of grass can be represented and grown and cut in Fable. And I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, no. You know how much hard you space each blade of grass to take? Anyway. Um, oh, so, yeah, so the paper thing that, that we were going to get to is just something that I saw. Um, I don't remember the context of the demo. I just saw a clip of her it was taking a paper. The kid asked handing her, it her to draw a
3: picture of a fish.
1: Okay, and so she hands it over, like, pantomiming, handing it over to her over the TV, and then the girl in the screen takes the paper, like, reaches up as if she's reaching out of the TV, takes it, and then looks at it herself. Um, I guess that that would have more applications to the adventure gaming stuff that you were talking about before, or, like, things like that, or scanning in, or whatnot. So let's get into that real quick before I have to go, which is five minutes. Oh, okay. Well, (laughs) 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 I don't know anything about it so I didn't, I didn't see it. Well, just a general premise of, like, giving things or interacting or, or scanning things and, like, being interactive with the people in the game and how that applies to, like, adventure games and stuff. I don't know.
0: Shrug. Um, giving um, people money to buy equipment in games you can do. <laughs> you well, just drop quarters on the floor.
3: Hey, 50 gil. okay let's picture this (laughs) okay a game okay here's a quick hypothetical a game like Dead Rising you know a game where you can use anything as a weapon so Dead Mm. Rising 8 whatever uh, you actually have you're playing outside and you have your partner inside the game and whatever but you're supposed to be in there too and uh, you guys are stuck in wherever the fuck you are together, and you're we stuck in your house, a Printer. and there's zombies everywhere, and your partner in the TV's like, oh man, bro, I'm out of weapons, give me something, and you grab anything random in your house, and you scan it in, and you then give them a halogen lamp. Yeah, and then they have that in the game and use it as a weapon. That sounds kind of cool. Yeah, that would be pretty nice. Give him a webcam. <laughs> like one of those small, give him small him the webcams. Top. He's, like, he's
1: like, what am I supposed to do with this? Give him a Natal. T- <laughs> How meta. Give him a Wii remote. See, see if the game accepts it. Give that. him an actual mm. dildo. Oh, that
0: would be funny. Is this big no sign flashes on the screen?
1: No! <laughs> no <Wii remote. laughs> or he takes a look at it and like, what the hell am I supposed to do with that? Give him a DualShock. What the hell am I going to do with this? Give him a 360 controller. All right! <laughs> and then he goes crazy. Just
0: throw this 360 at the Natal and then see if he <laughs> catches it.
1: I can use the hard drive. <laughs> I'm going to take it off. I'll do dual him. wheel. Left-hand oh. hard drive, right-hand console. <laughs>
0: It was like, um, dude, I, I need I need to drive somewhere, but my car's in the shop. Hand him a Wii Wheel. <laughs> <laughs> I, what the hell is this?
1: No, Forza Wheel or something. I don't know. I'm I'm running out of of topics or whatnot.
3: It's what okay. I'm I'm really things, not going into we've... too much of, like uh, on my next Trilobite that I record. I'm going to do a like a recap of E3 for myself and my own opinions. Sure. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. absolutely. But yeah, just I... I mean, I'm pretty much done talking about this stuff. I guess like. I just don't want to end. Th- I don't want to end this thinking with people thinking that like I'm like like I'm too cynical about this stuff. Like there is the part of me that wants well, to really, really like hope that all this stuff comes together and works properly. I have a quick little story that uh, to put it into context about like the the childlike wish that I like saw this. Few- okay, so a long time ago, when I was a little kid, uh, I want my family to. S- yesterday. What's that? Yesterday. Oh, yesterday. Okay. Uh, so I went to to the, some mall with my family, and in there, in the mall, there was this big like what looked like an oversized minivan, and it was a motion simulator thing. And um, uh-huh. so we went and we went and did this thing. We went inside it, and uh, what it is is they sat a whole bunch of people inside. I think there's seating for like maybe twelve people or something like that. And uh, they sit you inside it, and it's an enclosed capsule type thing. Uh, and what it was, there was a screen and. It was a racing thing. So, like, they told me, because I was, I guess, like, the youngest kid in there or whatever. They were, like, telling me, okay, you're going to be in charge of, the, of of driving. So they told me to stick my hands out and pretend I'm driving the car and, the, you know, the the that's where we'll go. And so I don't know if it's just, you know, memory reconstruction, like, if I'm making this part up. But I so uh-huh. vividly remember that, like, when the thing started and we were going and stuff, that wherever I turn my hands that they did turn that way so I don't know if someone if they had like a camera in there or just watching where my hands move and then they would like you know move it like they would control the simulation part outside or if it was just there was no wheel just just to clarify there was no There's no, wheel, no physical hands, thing right? yeah it was just me with okay. my hands out in okay. the air turning like okay. pretending i was driving a car and then that's the way the the motion simulator machine itself would move and that's you know so on the screen i'm seeing my hands turning left and the the screen on the screen we're driving off to the left um right so like i said i don't know if that's just like me making that up in my head that that happened that way but either way i always kind of like thought in the back of my head that like you know that'd be cool if someday games or something got to that point um, Sure. so yeah. now when hey, look at where we are now yeah when when project and tall first came out like i actually got like a little misty eyed just because of, like Aww. just because of childhood memories coming back and things like that <laughs> and like <laughs> seeing almost like a realization of something that i like kind of wished for when i was a little kid um right so, like, while I'm all skeptical and stuff about it now, like, there is still the part of me that really, 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 really wants it to work. Wants it to happen. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree.
1: But, I mean, it, there's, there's no problem with being cynical about it because it's like how many promises have been given to us in, the, in this industry? Not only this industry, but any technology and, or anything in life and have been broken. So it's like you want to be cautious about that yeah. stuff. So. Yeah. So. E-reader.
0: <clears throat> <clears throat> Yeah, let's not talk about unsupported Nintendo <laughs> <laughs> peripherals Power for another like two hours.
3: I would also <laughs> like to say that I do not want the controller to die because there are just some games that I agreed. love to sit back on a couch with with a simple controller and, just and play. press
1: buttons. Agreed. Totally agreed. Um, I think that's gonna do it. Uh, f- uh, where can we find hair? Not in eggs, but in guitars. Uh, XLM 2 Where is PT going to be since two L's two C's doesn't like Facebook
3: anymore. Um, or are you still going to use it? I'm in Boston, basically. <laughs> uh, no, uh, on the internet, I am. Uh, you, you, I, I actually am using Facebook again more now that I'm okay. now that I move. So yeah, find me on Facebook, Pete Volucci Jr. Pete 2 Vellucci, Jr. Ha, ha. <laughs> and um, yeah, two two that that's really where you can find me mostly two for L's, now. Two 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 All right, that's it, and you can
1: find Slings links on Giant Bomb com um, slash fuck <laughs> um. Slunks what? Okay, there we go. Giantbomb.com slash profile slash slunks. Not profiles, but profile, and that's gonna do it for slunks. Bye. For Pete. Oh, bye. For Al. Damn, this new Super Mario Bros. For me. Oh God! I've been your host, Austin and we're gone. <laughs>
0: It was swinging, and it just, like, kind of graced the top. <laughs> and then I'd have to, you know, no no homo, but I'd, you know, suck it. And it'd be, it'd be soggy, because then I got to deal with the water being in there. And i have to suck it off. and Damn, why did I say that? It's just that it takes a long time to dry, because the water is all stuck in between all the, the hair. So it has to air dry for hours and whatnot. So at least I accelerated by...
3: Putting it in my. Damn! (laughs) I'm gonna have to tell my girlfriend that tonight. You can accelerate it by putting it in your mouth. Put it in your
4: mouth. I said said your motherfucking mouth.